Woo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Damn. We missed you all. We miss you. It's episode 72, man. It's been a little bit. It's been a little bit of time, but we are back in the building, back in your eardrums, back on your screens, back in whatever format you guys digest this dope podcast content. No cool down. It's back in the building. And of course, we are here to talk that talk on everything that we missed, all the other stuff that might have went down in the gaming sphere, all this other stuff in the, in the beautiful world of media. And of course, my name is that man, Trip. Ready to cover it. I am slightly tired. I am slightly aggy. I'm slightly anxious, but damn it, I'm here. And it's good to be back, man. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. But you know what? We we deserved a little bit of downtime. You know, much, much, much to contrary belief. People on no cooldown may need a cooldown sometimes because life be life. I mean, it's okay. It's all right. We still here. And of course, with me is my two podcast partners in crime. First and foremost, the man took a reverse, you know what I'm saying, fixture trip to come see your boy amongst the alligators. He even wrestled one himself. He did the death roll on it, too. Reverse psychology was crazy. King, V-I-I-I, a.k.a. Kai is in the building. What's happening, bruh? Man, is good. One thing, though. I swear, my only motivation to get rich in his life is that I never have to sit on a regular economy flight for longer than <laughs> six hours ever again in my life. The I'm leg room. It was a leg room, wasn't it? I'm not built for that shit. Bro, <laughs> you just gotta pray somebody like there's like an empty spot in the middle seat so you can like lean over. Like I the last what? flight I had coming to yours, coming to coming to England, there was a dude that, that he, like his family was in the front row and like he switched seats so it was empty. So I just leaned my head in the middle row and that was good. You gotta well, on the way there, the I had the premium economy. On the way back I got bumped up to business. And that even oh, that it? was enough for me. I said, "Nah, money up, season. It's crazy. Nah. Money up, money up, baby. Nah, I hear, it. I hear it still. I hear it still, man. Got to get you, get your money up, not your funny up. And of course, my other podcast partner in crime. He has hopped up on so much caffeine right now. He could run through two villages with nothing but a toothpick and a dream. It's one easy in the building. What's going on, when? Uh, I'm chilling, man. Can I complain? You know vibing out as per usual enjoy the time off but uh i'm back to being angry and uh antagonistic I'm dead, man. I'm dead. And listen, if you want to help out, be a positive influence, be a protagonist for the podcast, make sure you rate it five stars, man. Make sure you go to all your audio podcast platforms, rate it five stars. Go to a Spotify for podcasts, Apple Podcasts, type in No Cool Down will be right there. Uh, make sure you check out uh, our YouTube content, youtube.com slash at No Cool Down. You don't want to miss all the exclusive content that's going down on that side. You got to check it out. Uh, no Cool Down podcast on TikTok, No Cool Down podcast on twitter uh no cooldown podcast on instagram and i believe now threads do we even get that up or is that as of this recording is that a, is that okay to say i don't know i mean yes. we could it takes like yeah. 20 seconds to set up a thread account i feel yeah yes. so by the time you're hearing this we'll most likely have it up so <laughs> check us out on threads as well if you want to show some love you know what i'm saying send, send some beautiful follows our way on that new platform uh as elon musk and uh what's it called Mark Zuckerberg go to war, going into MMA match and on platform. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, but without further ado, there's plenty of news to get through and uh, talk through. So let's 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 get to it, man. Let's get to it. Are we ready? Born ready. 
yes, yes. Let's get to it. All right. So first and foremost, uh, in 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 the sense of all of this legal action and all the stuff that was going on over the past week, which we'll get to, uh, you know, I'm saying in our main story today, uh, we had some uh, redacted files and some filings that were brought up in uh, you know recent court cases, of course, that were just poorly sharpied, just terrible job trying to redact stuff for the record and revealed a whole lot more information, including the costs of Horizon Forbidden West, which was over 212 million over five years and 300 employees of development and the last of us part two which was 220 million with around 200 employees uh over i about to say i understand the amount of years i forgot to grab that number from the from the document my bad but we also saw figures of call of duty being worth 800 million for playstation revenue in 2021 and generated platformer spending of around 15.9 billion so just thoughts on the numbers and insight that playstation really forgot to properly hide That's a lot of money. 800 million? That's a lot of money from COD. What are you guys spending it on? You know? Like, when you think about it, like, that's that's close to a billion dollars worth of us. Not us, because I'm not a part of that. Um, of people paying money for this game. And I don't know, man. Like, is this, like, Call of Duty from, like, the like the latest Call of Duty? The last one does, that just came out? Oh, or is man. it, like, all of COD? Yeah, let me do, let me double back on it for you. Let me double back on it for you. There's no way it's all of them. It, the nah, numbers there's absolutely no like, way it's all of them. It makes more sense. It's one, right? It was. It yeah. was like, just. It was just Call of Duty in the year of 2021. So it was just. It was just, just one year. It was just, it was just Call of Duty in that year. Oh my God! You guys need to pick better games. Um, <laughs> sure. Like even like when you even look back at Call of Duty, what cosmetics in 2021? It's We're war. really going crazy. It's prime wars on shit. Prime wars on shit. Like it's my only. It's my only explanation. Like it's just kind of nuts. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. So um, like I'm gonna go ahead and say, um, y'all need to tighten up. Y'all need to tighten up. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all, y'all spending money on some on some on some BS. But hey, uh, <laughs> it's not it's not my money. So like go crazy, I guess. I don't know, man. And, and just to flip it, Kai, how'd you feel about some of these, like the production cost as, as a, as a, you know what I'm saying, game development affiliate yourself, how, how was you feeling about the cost associated with, with some of these projects that we're seeing? I think, I think it's hard to have an opinion on these things because it's like, you, we genuinely don't know where all of that money's going. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have no idea what the breakdown of that looks like. Like, it might be well justified, but like, no one has any idea, any idea. Well, I don't have any idea anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the numbers are, are scary, but it's just like it might be justified. You'd never know. Yeah, and at least not from a uh, a qualitative standpoint. I don't want to put any pressures on this on those figures because, like, again, I don't know. Again, we don't know the breakdown. We don't know what's going to. We don't know what it is exactly. But I, I, I actually, at least from a development like range perspective now we know what the upper echelon actually costs i know we've had those we've had speculations of figures you know i've i've seen other you know numbers floated around for triple a projects i don't i i feel like the common public of course doesn't really know what that upper limit looks like in terms of spending what it actually is i know the whole sean Layden thing he was like yeah we're spending too much on games well i'm like bro we don't know how much is being spent on games so how the hell are you supposed to tell us we don't know 
so seeing these hard figures of about 200 to 220 million be the uh, that upper echelon you know for for game it puts things in perspective a lot more for me when i when i see those figures because i'm like damn like bro almost a quarter of a billy is now going into top top line triple a games that's that's a lot bro that's a lot and I thought the employee count would be bigger, to be real. I thought the account, employee count would be slightly bigger. But it's just it's always interesting to me to put that in perspective and know and see how again, of course, gaming is like a huge outlet, one of the biggest mediums in the world, not the biggest entertainment medium in the world right now. Um I get it. You know what I'm saying? And seeing a number like people are fooling around with GTA, like they're spending like a damn near a billion on their game. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't feel like speculation to me anymore. That's like, yo, that feel like I feel like there's there's a there's a stronger ascribable limit you could put to that like yo okay i can see how last of us 2 costs this much but if niggas trying to do so much with, with gta i can see why that's probably going to cost a billion i i get that so it's nice for me to put it in perspective but also like dog can i hold a dollar just like one back that'd be nice i know y'all spending crazy you know what i'm saying call of duty call of duty give me all like 800 million you know what i'm saying y'all spending hella hella stuff on this i just like a dollar for participation i'll be a game tester i'll do some qa it don't hurt they need to hit the line bro all i'm saying is they need, they need to hit the line up that's just me all right though moving forward we got a deep dive into what Baldur's gate 3 is looking like and how deep the rabbit hole goes and to be quite frank this this shit's looking insane there's millions of lines of of, of code and dialogue to be had in the story deep storylines tons of characters to interact with i even heard some crazy stuff that was like oh the newspapers are right about the stuff that you do but then you can go and invade the newspaper so you can control what gets put out about you and your public perception can change and there was even people doing the nasty with whole big ass bears so like what what's going on over there when uh you know you had a lot of insight on this you had a lot of looks you're excited for this it's one of your draft picks you know in, in the video game draft this year so to speak so how are you feeling about what uh, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 has to offer? I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be pretty sick. Um, I think the, the romance options are definitely out there, but it's also like as somebody who's played D&D before uh, a good amount, it's nothing out of the usual. Um, and and like, I know that's crazy. Like That's a crazy that sentence to say after seeing that, that showcase, but it is, it is pretty on par with how wild that game can get. It really kind of shows this game's quality looks insane. Um, and I'm not talking about necessarily the tech stuff. Like, I saw the way some of the games stuttered and kind of messed up every now and then. Um, but I think that the biggest thing that the biggest takeaway is kind of like their dedication to making a an RPA, a D&D game and how much love and like emphasis on certain things. Like, I don't think we're going to get a game of this quality again for a long time. It feels like they've been making this game for what they said was like, what, six years? Yeah. They've been putting a lot of time and effort into it. And honestly, I think it shows. And it's going to be one of those games where you're going to play it and you're going to say, wow, these people actually care as opposed to like something else where it's like, oh, we're going to add more stuff down the line. Like there's so much content in this game. I don't think you even would want. Um, I don't even think you would want another uh, like some DLC or something because there's just so much and there's so many different ways to play it too. That's another thing mm -hmm. is that you there's a lot of replayability because there's so many different classes you can play. So like this is going to be one of those games that you buy and even if you don't buy the DLC, you're going to have fun for a while. Like you think that Leonardo DiCaprio is ever like intimidated when he saw that part when the bear was fucking you was like, yo, that could have been me if I was like acting right or wrong, depending on his perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you ever, did that ever cross your mind? Nah, just me? All right, cool. Just, just wanted to float that out there. But uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, looks, it looks good, bro. It actually looks good. I, I am 
this is one of the first times where I'll say this outright. I've never been intimidated by the uh, by the scope of a game. Actually, no, I've only been intimidated once before that scope of a game. Persona. Persona, I've been intimidated by the scope of a game before. I And, and not in the sense of like, oh, I, well, I, there's only really one context to take in, at least in my opinion. It's like, yo, this is a lot of shit. How am I going to fit this into my time? I almost don't want to play because if I start it, I know I'm going to like it. And if I like it, I'm like that will consume everything when there's like a bunch of games coming out. That could hurt. You know what I'm saying? I I'm equal parts excited as I am like, yo, this could mess up my schedule. This could mess everything up, bro. I ain't going to lie. Like the, the, the level of depth that they're going to, the level of quality at all levels, I'm like, yo, this is I don't even know you could you could you could like have a whole newspaper on the payroll. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that just just speaks to the level of quality and thinking through stuff. And I'm like, I I have never been close to like the D&D scene and actually going through it. And I would love for this to actually be like, you know, that first foray into that into that like that type of mind frame full time. You know what I mean? I I got to pick my spot with this game because I know I'll get time. I know I'll get consumed. I know it will consume me like there's like a 95 percent confidence that I will I will literally fall into this game. And I'm like, I won't I won't come out for a while. So I got to try carefully with it. But it looks it looks dope. It looks super, super dope. And for the, and for the freak bowls, it's something for you, too. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> oh, man. But yeah, not, not bad. It's not bad, man. It's looking solid. Uh, moving on here, got a brand new trailer for Avatar The Last Airbender Quest for Balance that's coming to consoles and PC. Now, uh, it's probably looking like a smaller experience. It could be something that's in the 30 to $40 territory coming this fall 2023. Not, I uh, didn't get too, too much specifics aside for the trailer, but uh, let's just roll to Kai, man. Thoughts on what you saw from Quest for Balance? I didn't actually watch it. Didn't actually, I didn't actually see it. Hey, man. Amen. Amen. Now's the time. <laughs> I've been saying now's the time. Or you got a lot. When did you see it? Yeah, uh, you're not really missing much, guy. Uh, like <laughs> it's I'm watching it right now. It looks like it looks like and this is mean. It looks like that uh that avatar game for the 360. That's kind of what it reminds me of. The burning earth. Uh, yeah, I think. Ah. I don't remember. But this game, uh it's definitely a game made for a TV show. That's Shit, the most like Genshin DLC. This, that's kind of disrespectful to Genshin. Yeah, um, yeah Genshin be putting <laughs> Genshin be putting bodies on their stuff. I ain't going Don't get me wrong. Avatar could be a cool franchise. I personally, I would, I do not envy the studio that would ever have to make an Avatar game, even a triple A one. Like that just sounds like a pain in the ass. It's like a hellscape. Um, Again, the only th- th- that's the type of game where I would only trust Insomniac. I'm gonna be real. I would only trust Insomniac to make this type of game because that's like the certain oh. levels of wacky, but also the certain levels of like unique combat flow. And I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. That if if Insomniac had the license for this, that might be the first bad Insomniac game, and Yo, there may be other and, bad Insomniac, but I'm, it might and, not work. And and I'm, I I agree that I I agree to that to an extent. Like, that's a risk. That's like that's like you're taking a brand risk bringing this on because again historically. There have not really been any good Naruto games. Not Naruto. Damn, I said Naruto. Uh, Avatar <laughs> games. We'll get to that. We'll get to that one. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, Avatar games aren't really 
a thing you know what i'm saying like people play the little like the ds version where you like spin up a little air air ball or something like that like no there hasn't really been any and it's i think it's hard to apply the concepts of the game and make it flowy and make it work in this in a gaming sense it's hard but i think if there's anybody that could do it insomniac is the one because of because of that cartoony the the cartoony background and how the combat is i feel like they would be in a good place i I think the only like the only hitch to it would be how do you fill the environments up or how do you divvy up what the 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 gameplay scope is going to be like is it just i mean it have to be level to level i don't think you could you can't open world that bitch you literally cannot no that's impossible no. you know what i'm saying but you could you can kind of final fantasy 16 it where like you can have like these semi open world patches but how much of that patch would you do there's a lot of variables to this that make it very very hard to achieve but uh speaking to this one i don't even know who's making this version but uh at least my but this ain't it bro this ain't it I who who is even making this? That's a great question. Um, and I don't, don't think we're gonna get an answer. Games and Game Mill. Who the Game Mill sounds familiar though. Now I gotta Google. Now Game I Mill got. They made All Star Brawl. Okay, that solves it. All right, and right, close up shop. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Correct. Let's close up. So shop. I'm not gonna lie to you. That close game up. is. That game is ugly. The music is whack. There's a lot of things that that leaves to be desired. But the combat was fun. But that was also a different game. That is a very different. But that game. was in conjunction with what? Um. Uh. Who was it? Ludosity. That was in conjunction with Ludosity. Ludosity took the main. Took the um the thing for it though. The the main uh. Um. What's it called? The development. I guess burden. Game Mill only published it. Right. Cause yeah, cause I remember I uh, yeah no that's right that's right because Ludosity made Slap City and Slap City was fire and then they got commissioned to do this and then Game Mill only published that stuff that's right so Game Mill's not even on this it was Ludosity so Game Mill ran got shit to their name what's happening hey I guess money talks hey man listen this this game Avatar game is gonna be uh. You know what I'm saying? It's about to go crazy for people getting like, you know what I'm saying, under the influence of Jigglypuff. This shit about to go crazy. So, uh, shout shout out to the sleepers. Uh, I'll be sleeping on it. I don't know about y'all. But yeah, thanks for for coming out. I'm pretty good off of Avatar. I could just watch the TV show. Nope. (laughs) That looks like it would run good on your cell phone. (laughs) Nah, for real, man. If If this shit was like eight years earlier... Maybe would have been a bit more excited, but you know, time, good games being made, those things kind of play a small factor in this. I don't know. I don't know. That's maybe it's just me. Uh, all right, though, sliding forward here, it feels like everyone is talking uh, about looking at their catalog, expanding, doing more in the gaming space, and Capcom is no different because they were recently on record in one of their uh, investment calls stating that they're carrying out some discussions for the future expansion of IPs that may not be in the forefront. We had names like Onimusha mentioned. Uh, So just, Kai, thinking of Capcom, what do you think they need to focus on in terms of expanding IPs? What do you think Capcom need to bring up, bring out, bring back? What do they need to do? Bro, where, where do they start? Like, is there like a? I don't feel there's like a big uh, like ask for anything at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Capcom. 
Capcom. Boys, them boys have been cooking. Uh, yeah, I don't think we really need anything from them right now. And, and this, this is the tough spot. This is the tough spot, man. I'm not going to lie. Capcom has been winning like crazy ever since biohazard they have been on a path of redemption they have really made their stock pull back up to where capcom really should be they put out dope stuff you know what i'm saying they they've been dropping resident evil left right and center they came out swinging with street fighter 6 monster hunter was still doing his thing on his run like there's a lot of good stuff here the only way oh yeah dragon's dogma 2 is coming soon as well they've been they've been announcing oh, and yeah. dropping heat consistently they are back on the eight ball they are doing fantastically right now the only way in my opinion that they raise that bar even further i think okay it goes without saying monster hunter a new monster hunter is going to come through that's obvious the ip will continue on that's an obvious thing not that but i think they gotta they gotta try their best to dip back into another another i guess another corridor of the fighting game scene where it's gonna be difficult this is hard what are you supposed to marvelous capcom what do you mean Talk to okay, me. never mind. Talk no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, you got me. You got me. I was like, this man about to say like dark stalkers. I'm like, what do you even know about dark stalkers? Hey man, hey, hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I think I would love to see that, but I think there's a bigger problem than Capcom wanting to do it. Mm. Um, and I think we know the the, the name mm. of that company. Uh, it has a big ass mouse on the outside of it. <laughs> Hey, yo, don't, because don't, of them don't speak too loudly bro he's around my areas nigga he might you know what i'm saying no for sure <laughs> i would love to see a marvel vs capcom game obviously marvel vs capcom 3 is at evo very major um like game still has a lot of love in the streets people have been dying for a new mk game but it's just one of those things where like mk infinite um was you know as we saw didn't do the best Oof. um probably do too and they would never say because they would never say yeah the people who own the license yeah they're kind of annoying mm. so like they would never say it but at the end of the day there is a probably a reason why we haven't seen a good mk game but i do think that that game would go stupid when i don't know if right now is the best time but like i could people who play mk don't necessarily play street fighter so it's not like they're going to be over they're not going to be saturating their own market so to speak so like i think it would be pretty sick yeah, I, I think that's the best way for them to really expand on what they're doing. Again, I could be I can go into the hipster route. I can go say some some uh, well, I think deserve it shit. Okami would be nice. Uh, another Okami. <laughs> that would be cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I could rock with another Okami. I don't know how they feel about Dead Rising, though. I feel like zombie game. I was going to say Dead Rising. Yeah, the zombie lane like, is saturated, but I feel like Dead Rising, they could, they could, they could. Ah, uh, no, it is, it is. They could finagle something, though. You know what I'm saying? They always had, I feel like they always had a different, you know what I'm saying, air about their games, though. And, and and the last one wasn't as hot. So I feel like they could, they could come, they could come through. You know what I'm saying? Frank, Frank could come back. You know what I'm saying? They they, they, get, they get spinning in a, in a in a fresher way, and it would still be hot. At least yeah, in my I think opinion. with 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 Dead Rising, it's a game that just needs time because I felt yeah. like they were just trying to pump it out. Because people said the last one felt like DLC, mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> valid because Very I valid. played I played three, and then I watched gameplay of four, and I'm like, this looks like three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all it's a a new iteration. This is like 
Any game, I right, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Any game that's in like has a Christmas theme, like oh, Dude, this is happening during Christmas, feels like DLC. No matter what it, it is, like it, you yo, can't Miles do Miles Morales. That's such a great point. Miles Morales. It's such a great point. That is DLC. Just call it DLC. Even if it's like a full, we're do, we're doing a lot of different things. People are still gonna feel like it's DLC because it's like it's a theme now. Not, it's, yeah, it's, now, it's now you got me thinking about what event. games were based around Christmas. We got that. We got Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, that 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 felt kind of different, but it was basically DLC. Damn! Now, now you're gonna have me think about this all episode. <laughs> it makes it makes so much sense though. Damn games around, and now it's gonna give me the release date of Christmas. Nah, Google's not gonna help me right now. Uh, but yeah, nah, I, I hear it. I hear it though. I, it's just. Capcom has a lot of positive uh, room to run. They're not uh, up against any wall anymore. They're not like their name's not in the gutter. They have a lot of positive things. So I feel like whatever they bring out next can have some wiggle room, can have some breathing room. But I really hope they decide to go for the bolder choices. And, you know, if, if it's something that's more legwork in the background, it may take some time, a la Marvel's Capcom. I hope that can take some more time. I'd take as much time as you need. But that's something that I feel like everybody would love. Everybody would love to see back in the full ray. So capcom uh they're in a position where you know what i'm saying they're they're getting to the point where they're like you know in the power rankings they're they're top five dev developers in my opinion right now they've been cooking and now it's just time to make bolder choices to really bolster what y'all got simple yeah. as no, i i completely agree i think i think they're in a really good place though even without a mk that would be sick um but i feel like with where they are right now i think they're kind of they're gonna lean on other ips um that would be simpler to make Right, mm -hmm. like it would be simpler to make a, a not an MK, but it would be. Uh, yeah. not, I keep saying MK, not a Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it would be easier to make a game similar to, uh, like another Ace Attorney, like yeah. some, that's like a, a crazy yeah. niche that yeah. you know hasn't yeah. been tapped in a while yeah. or something yeah. along those lines, like jumping something that into, people yeah jumping Oni Musha or some shit like that, like they was mentioning. Exactly, like something that that they know people have been asking for for a little bit, that doesn't overlap with any other game that they have because even if you if you play street fighter if you play mk i feel i'm not i keep calling it mk it's not mk but if, <laughs> if you play marvel's of capcom there's no way you didn't try out street fighter 6 you know there's yeah. just no way facts facts that, over, that overlap is definitely there so yeah capcom honestly it's just you you got the you got the right away you got you got the you have the uh luxury of choice and you got some some cushion based on your track record lately so you know carry on do what you got to do all right, pushing forward here at the Bandai Namco panel uh, over the past what week and change, we had some information on a brand new fighting game by the name of Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash coming to current and old gen and Steam very very soon. Uh, before I, I, I actually, what well, double dip when let's let's get straight to it, man. You're a you're a fighting game guy, as it were. Uh, you know what I'm saying, yeah, enthusiast, as some may call you. What's your take on Cursed Clash, man? So, like, remember how, like, that one time we were talking about Smash Bros. And we were like, I hate it when people don't consider Smash Bros. a fighting game, you know? Like, mm -hmm. you got to give its respects. Uh -huh. um, that's, like, the opposite of how I feel about <laughs> most anime arena fighters. I have no respect for them, truthfully. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Well, actually, that's a lie, because I am being an asshole. We all know I am. Um, it's just, like, bro, what? I, I love JJK. I'm a big fan. Everybody, I'm sure most people who watch the anime were like, dog, that anime was pretty sick. But like, I don't, 
like I just don't know what the appeal of an arena fighter is. I know it's for people who like don't really play fighting games. Maybe like that's kind of the appeal. But then like if you don't play fighting games and you have no interest in fighting games, why would they make an arena fighter? You know what I'm saying? Like it just makes it so that like people who like fighting games don't want to play it. It makes people who don't like fighting games are like more likely to play it, but they're not gonna play it because at the end of the day, it's still a fighting game. It's still very much one-on-one -on -one competitive nature. Like I, I feel like the reason a lot of people don't play fighting games is mostly just the fact that like it requires a lot of time and effort and like planning. Like there's a lot going on, right? Mm -hmm. to, to get good at a fighting game. So why would I, instead of like, why would I, I, I put that much time and effort in a game that doesn't allow me the skill expression of something similar to like uh, uh, any fighting game, like a Marvel vs. Capcom, for example, or a Street Fighter. Why would I want to put that time and effort into that when I can, when you could just like take that same audience of people who doesn't want to play a fighting game and give them like an action RPG or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the part that blows me is that like, I think the reason they do arena fighters is because it's cheap, you know? You don't have to worry about like people like, uh, you don't have to worry about people like doing things. Um, what's the word for it? Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of it. It's like, you don't have to worry about like, we're uh, making big cinematic cutscenes, making multiple different things. Like you just kind of like get a, a couple of venues, a couple of no, combos, just, just, a couple of characters, yeah. and there you go. You can ship that out, charge sixty bucks, and people are gonna pay for it because oh, yeah. they like JDK. Yeah, just like part and parcel. It's not like an actual full fledged experience. It's just like yeah, it's cheap, yeah. and that's why they make these games, yeah. and that's why they keep they keep doing it, and people keep buying it. So we keep having to suffer through these games. Yeah, we keep having to sell for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Uh, I uh, I like I love JJK. JJK is a fantastic anime. You know what I'm saying? I see. Hundred percent. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm excited for all this. You know, the the hidden, the hidden inventory stuff is coming out now. You know what I'm saying? Finally got some tractions back around. Um, but yeah, I don't need this. I don't need this game. I really don't. I I do not care for it. For it, I ain't gonna lie. The last arena fighter I even played. <laughs> It was Jump Force. It yeah. was Jump Force. And I haven't touched an Arena Fighter oh, since. Uh, perfect example. I haven't touched one since, bro. Y'all niggas are toxic, bro. That 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 place is just a terrible it's just it's a terrible subgenre, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It hasn't been it hasn't been shit since like Storm 4. Probably before that, to be real. It's not. It's not. It's not like that. It's not hitting. It's not hitting, bro. I'm just waiting till Budokai Tenkaichi Four get up, and if it's dead, I'm gonna really kill every sh any shred Damn. left of Arena Fighter interest I have for the rest of my life. That's simple. Let, let, I, let's call. Let's call a spade a spade. Like, cause y'all not Damn. hitting, bro. I don't. I don't care. I don't care for JJK Cursed Class. If it was a, if it was like a 2D game, I would be slightly more interested in a 2D game, to be real. Like, this is the same shit with like any of the latest Dragon Ball Z games compared to Dragon Ball Z Fighters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm not. Uh, an aficionado at fighting games, but at least I was more interested in watching Fighter Z or Fighters or whatever because it it had that more attentive skill gap. It had that more combo type of thing. It had that level of depth that arena fighters usually don't have. So that's what's that's what's you know what I'm saying. War against arena fighters. I challenge all of you people making anime based games to do something different, please. Yeah. And that's kind of just what comes down to is like, I don't like knocking these games because they're like super, super uh, like beloved by fans. 
but at some point you got to ask more from these developers because you don't you guys don't want to play fighting games it's been it's been established because i've talked to people about it they're like nah i'd rather instead of it being a fighting game i would rather it be like a, an arena fighter if it's gonna be a fighting game because it's easier to play why don't you just ask for an action rpg like just ask for that that's because that's what you want you don't want uh to be doing combos all crazy you want an action rpg but mm -hmm. they don't want to ask for that because they're afraid of not getting anything at all and i think that's a bigger problem yeah yeah that's <sighs> just let's come on guys let's give it up let's, get, let's just give up the arena fighters you, oh man i wish I, I wish i wish upon a star that we could stop supporting some of these mediocre experiences man like dog they can't just put you in a 3d arena and you guys you guys go crazy every time they can't do this they can't get away with this like that's going <laughs> it's enough for <laughs> insanity bro insanity all right so switching gears here we've heard word that an assassin's creed black flag remake is in the early works at ubisoft uh let's let's roll let's roll a kai man dog how are we feeling about this feeling good black, I, I really enjoy black flag I, I feel like nobody really talks about it but i think it was a really good you think Creed. nobody talks about it i i whenever i say this i get looked at funny nah I, i'm gonna keep it a, i'm gonna keep it a beam bro you you were part of the new school them new school niggas love black flag <laughs> i'm gonna let me let me let me break this down you know what I'm saying? I, I as a matter of fact, finish your point. Finish your point before I go. Finish your point before I go. Go ahead. No, I, go. Bro, I, I have no, I have nothing really bad to say about it. That's mm -hmm. it. I enjoyed it. I think it was good. Yeah. I listen. And this is my thing. Black Flag is in my top five of Assassin's Creed. It probably is my top four. Probably is in my top four. But, but, I don't know what happened along the way. But but some people may have some people just put this clearing away as the number one, and this may be like a, 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 a oh a number slight. one. Yes, people were saying uh, people were saying this is the okay. this was the best Assassin's Creed of all I don't time. Know about all of that. And I was like, you're smoking dust. You're smoking <laughs> big dust. There's no way. There's no way you niggas <laughs> discredited several games with Ezio Auditore da Forense. Did you you you, you don't think it existed, right? <laughs> Yes, I said it's full government, nigga. That's right. That's right. Correct. Because I know there's no way you guys said that this guy is not number one spot. His game, not one of his games are number one spot. That's the thing that gets me. Like, listen, let me say this right now. Let me say this right now. I think this is if if you if you like again that that type of style the piracy the spirit the seafaring type of stuff this was a really solid game really solid game I enjoyed a lot of it I ain't gonna lie I don't remember too much of the story but I remember a lot of the gameplay with the ship the ship invasions and all that stuff like that new dynamics of it that was really cool that was a dope addition but to sit here and say that I want a remake of that first a remake of any of these to be honest I don't I don't want to remake any of this stuff make a, just make a new iteration of this stuff just start a new continuity of assassin's creed and fix the storyline bro that's all i've wanted y'all yeah, messed up when y'all killed desmond that's i just want continuity bro i that's really all i want that's all i want <laughs> like bro come on ubisoft let's 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 i don't i don't care for these remakes that would be cool you know what i'm saying i'll be like ah that's nice but am i really gonna like 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 you know be super excited over the moon for this shit no i'm not i'm not you know what I'm saying? If it was Assassin's Creed 2, maybe. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it was Brotherhood, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. 
So I'm not. not thumbs up. But yeah, y'all saying that it, it Black Flag is the best Assassin's Creed of all time. Y'all are smoking absolutely fairy dust, sawdust. You know what I'm saying? All kinds of dustuses. Dustuses. <laughs> When any prevailing thoughts and any serious takes on uh, on uh, on the on the Ubisoft classic Assassin's Creed Black Flag, uh, Ubisoft classic Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Let me think. Um, I didn't like really any of the Assassin's Creed. I'm not gonna lie to you. So no serious takes, unserious takes. Um, I think that game franchise is pretty pretty much done, if you ask me. But hey, nobody asked. Oh wait, you did ask me. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. I can't wait for them to stop making those games. Oh man, Mirage looks better. Mirage looks cool. Yeah, Mirage. I was impressed with how that looks. I'm just saying, it, it, it looks like a nice little return to form for me. That could be a nice little palate cleanser. But uh, when, in terms of your request of you know them not making Assassin's Creed anymore, you're absolutely wrong because they're gonna go full bore. Uh, apparently, there was a post on LinkedIn that surfaced with a Ubisoft marketing employee listing Assassin's Creed Red, aka AC Japan, as the quote block biggest blockbuster of 2024. So we could very well see a AC Japan land next year. Uh, so unserious take one. How do you feel about that? What do we need it for though? Like we just we just got a new one. Like we just it just happened. What do we need it for? Who who is sitting here like man? Wish there were more Assassin Assassin's Creed games to play. Listen, man. Like it it's OD. We don't need it. Um, I'm happy with not having any more Assassin's Creeds. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> that is my TED talk. If you want more Assassin's Creed games. Get a PC and buy them because they're all on PC and you can play like literally every single one. There's so many. It's not even funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I about to say, Kai, man, talk to me. AC Japan possibly coming next year per, per some employee comments. How you feeling? As someone that from like time I started like enjoying Assassin's Creed, that was kind of where my imagination took me anyway when I was playing these games. I'm looking forward to it in that sense. But I don't know. I feel like it's just mad overdue. Like, like when saying it's like this franchise should have already come to a close mm. as much as i would like to play this game in that environment like mm. i feel like after this it really shouldn't continue <laughs> mm. yeah it's, it's getting a bit long now but but it but it will oh it will it definitely will because yeah. like the way they're pumping them out these they're making the money that they need to be making from a minute so until, yeah. until they stop like it's not gonna stop yeah. is it yeah, every time we talk about Assassin's Creed Japan, you know where I'm going to go. You know what I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, I've I've already played this game already. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A nice little ditty called Ghost of Shima came out a few years ago. It was fantastic. <laughs> did did some real wonders for me in my life. I felt really great about it. There's actually a movie coming out about it in a couple of years' time. You know what I'm saying? Dude making John Wick, making that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there was ever any, any, any plans about that stuff. Case in point... I don't need it no more. I will be real. I'm in, I'm interested to see how it comes out, and it'll be a nice little cherry on top. But I don't need it. Ghost of Tsushima already filled that void, and I would find this hilarious. This would be the funniest thing of all time if they announce Assassin's Creed Japan's coming out you know, uh, in 2024, and then Ghost of Tsushima comes out of the cut next year and say, "Hey, yo, we're back for another sequel," and everybody goes that way. I um, that would be that would be the funniest crazy. kick in the balls to Ubisoft ever, and I, I'm not, I'm I'm not I'm not wishing upon any man, but I'm just saying if that happens, I will be it, there will be a five minute segment dedicated to laughing my ass off in in, in a podcast episode. I'll be laughing from end to end of a segment because 
it's it's deserved. It's deserved at this point. Like, you guys waited so long for another game to come steal your thunder and do a way better experience than I thought anybody could have ever put in this type of lane. Like, free DLC, a paid DLC that was mad expansive that I got to go finish out the Icky Island. Like, again, the, the Legends mode, all this stuff. Like, dog, it, at, at this point, in my opinion, AC Japan superfluous. It, it, it doesn't, there's no need for it. There's no need for this coming in 2024 but i'm still a part of me still gonna be interested because it's Creed in japan's you know again like that like 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 you said kai that concept is still alluring in my head as, as an assassin's creed fan deep down but i just feel like we're not gonna get what we really really wanted and there's a high chance that we're gonna hear something about you know what i'm saying uh ghost Tsushima and, and a sequel in like the near future so the thunder for this game could very very well be stolen Hey man, may the best may the best game win. And that's all I'm saying. You know who wins at the end of the day? Us. 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 God damn right, brother. God damn right. All right. Now moving on to more games. We got a whole lot more details about Hell Divers 2. And you know, just new new looks at the loadout creations, the stratagem system, which basically like drops, and a whole lot of mixed gameplay elements between the play styles, combat, weapons, everything that you and your co-op players will be getting into in Helldivers 2. Let's let's jump to it, man. When how are you feeling about Helldivers and, and what you saw? It looks like the multiplayer game I feel like a system like PlayStation needed. Um, I know a lot of people want like, oh, the competitive, where's that uh, Destiny, where's that Bungie game? I really like this game. I think this is exactly the kind of like games that I would look forward to. Uh, most competitive shooters, I just feel like need to be on PC because that's just where they're going to perform the best. There's no point in like, especially when you're like using analog controllers and things like that. Like there's no point. And mm -hmm. me taking like a Call of Duty series when you're playing on controller and like aim assist, because there will always be like that question of like, oh, is it are they good or is it the aim assist? Like mm -hmm. that that conversation is super dead. That's why I think most games should be played on PC um, where there is no assist. Yeah. So like a game like like Helldivers looks genuinely fun. Like it mm -hmm. looks like something that I would actually hop on my PlayStation to play. Would it be cooler on PC? For sure. But you don't. it doesn't need to be super sweaty and competitive, you know, like it is a game where you're just gonna vibe out with the homies and kill stuff and blow things up and it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah you know how i feel about co-op and you know how i feel about just expansion of, of of those types of those types of experiences and hell divers one again really really again under the radar type of experience but again i, I say this every time i see this game the step up that they've taken is ridiculous if you've seen Helldivers 1, you guys already know it was top down. It was like, again, smaller scale. This looks like like this was like a holy shit type of leap. Like I I'm trying to draw a comparison to what leap I've seen before in terms of gameplay. I mean, in a similar sense, the Hyperlight uh, Driver and Hyperlight Breaker. I feel like that's a, that's a similar jump that's been made recently just in how games have been marketed and stuff like that. But that this looks ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Looking like a bunch of Mandalorians fighting some big ass crab monsters, a bunch of different drops, a lot of different variability in the in the, in the gameplay that you're seeing, the weaponry, all this stuff, the class setups. Like, oh, it looks really, really, really good. And again, with the co-op backbone, this is something that I, I feel like you you can't go wrong with. And you know, Helldivers has proven. You know what I'm saying? The Helldivers team, they've proven that they can they can make some shit shake in this in this in this arena of of of, of gaming. So. I'm very excited for this. I am very, very excited. 
I was like, Kai, Kai, you caught anything on Hell Divers too? No, not not my. And as a follow up question, what game are you playing right now? Because it was like 80,000 clicks over the past like two minutes. Wait, you can hear that? <laughs> yes, I can. I'm literally just resetting passwords. Damn. You just clicking? You, you clicking for passwords? Damn, I'm I expected just, more. I'm, I'm literally just resetting passwords. Damn. Because I have bad health scores on my password. That's <laughs> crazy. You know, Dashlane, sponsor us, you know? <laughs> nah, for real. Shout out to you. I'm a premium user now. NordVPN, let us know. You know, we're around. <laughs> Big up the VPN, big up the VPN. Allegedly, of course, until until we get some sponsorship money, then we can confirm that. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, though. All right. Uh, moving forward here. Microsoft has dropped a brand new feature. Actually, sometime today. That's uh, it's coming soon. Uh, it'll basically allow you to voice report any toxic language that was heard from multiplayer game, uh, you know, in-game chats. Uh, you know, what I'm saying a, whole, a brand new reporting system. I think you can record up to sixty seconds of, of previously captured gameplay. Uh, you know, to catch that, you know, that noise in translation and basically stomp it out. Help, you know, clean out some of the the uh, in-game environments. Uh, Kyle, we'll roll to you, man. Thoughts on this new implementation from Xbox? I think it's good. I think anyone that is mad at it is talking crazy on the mic. Yo, absolutely bananas on the mic. Like, I, I love, I love, you know, being like emoting on people when I kill them, that kind of thing. You know, like we love, we love to be a little toxic. But if whatever you're saying on your microphone, like, bro, there's absolutely no reason somebody should be able to hear it and be like, oh, this dude is cool. And like, the only reason I could see people being upset about it is like, oh, you know, oh man, it's Big Brother. They don't need to. They don't need to hear what I'm saying. Like, it, it's not recording you. Like, it's not sending it all the time. It's just sending it when somebody says this person is an absolute awful human being. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be real. This is a fantastic ad, and let me say this: when it comes to actual. I guess the quality of life and uh, just those those little updates that you never thought would be very beneficial helps. Xbox has been uh, very much at the forefront and a leader of over the past 15, 20 years. Again, from party chats to these little, you know, these little updates here and there. They have done very well to, to foster good things in that social aspect of gaming and online gaming, so to speak. They've done very well for that. And I am... I, I'm I'm proud of them for keeping it up in this way, and this is again another huge huge win in my opinion for all you dusty, sloppy, filthy, disgusting, just herbs. Honestly, you bunch of herbs that be <laughs> harassing people online. Nah, for real, bro. Just straight herbs, bro. You a herb if you're doing this, bro. I'm glad that there's a system to root people out like this now. And I just find it the, the timing is hilarious considering what we're talking about in our main story. But it, it's just crazy how much, you know, how much people can get rooted out now. And I hope this is used to the utmost degree. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm hoping you should use the nth degree and people just start cutting it down because, yeah, listen, game is supposed to be a space for everybody. All, all y'all people was like, oh, yeah, Call of Duty was the trenches, man. We always used to be like this. You, you're not supposed to be a lobby. You can't take it. Nah, bro. You're just, you're just a loser. You can't say that in real life. You, you can't say that in real life because you know the consequences are. You're going to get your shit folded. So, you know, let's 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 try and create a more positive environment for people. That's it. You know what I'm saying? At most, you can throw emote up, bro. Oh, Chill out. why people love to, like, stick to that as well like people would defend that point with their lives you know bro because all they have it's all they have again this is to speak to a more general sense gaming and the internet 
is the last frontier for niggas who have no consequences and not in the sense of they have power but in the sense of there's a face there's a faceless you know there's a faceless interaction so there's a less chance that you're going to be caught out in real life which is that gap is getting smaller and smaller with, with people figuring out how to research shit and stuff but still there's that anonymity between certain things and you can just get, people just feel the incentive to say whatever they want because they know they'll get away with it in most regards so it's their last sense of freedom it's their last sense of oh you can say whatever asinine thing asinine stupid whatever ignorant thing that you want and there's that and they thought this was like the the greatest time ever because they were unchecked you know what i'm saying because they were Mm. never they were never quote unquote wrong they were just speaking they were just oh having fun or whatever but they didn't know the impact of the stuff that they were actually saying or they did but they didn't care because nobody was checking them on it in real life you know what i mean but now yeah. that now that there's consequences being levied on this stuff, and now now they're like, oh yeah, our, our gaming is dying. Da, 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 da. You could you you know what I'm saying this this ain't how it used to be in the lobbies. I'm like, bro, you you you're just a toxic piece of shit. You just got to get over it, bro. Let's let's call yep. a spade a spade. If you said that, if you said this in an actual land party, you would get your shit folded. You know what I'm saying nine times out of ten. So what you know this is this is just speaking to the general of. The paradigm is starting to shift to where it's starting to catch up with people. So, you know, it's starting to catch up one way or another. You know, if people they value their time in that game, I hope they get banned. I hope they get the ban off this stuff. And, you know, again, it's, now that this is an Xbox, it's like an Xbox service thing in general, not just a specific game thing in general. People can get their ban off the whole console. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. maybe they get the whole IP joint. And that's good. Adding consequences to this stuff is very, very good, and that's much needed in a space where people think that there was none. Yeah, weird. I'm never gonna, never gonna like argue against punishing people for dumb uh, shit. Yeah. So let's go. Man, I can't wait to see people like lose their accounts like that because nah, that I... that is a crazy like. Imagine like you know, oh man, I got banned on Call of Duty. I can pretend. Like, I can pretend I don't play Call of Duty anymore around my parents, right? But, like, if you tell your parent, like, you're like, yo, why don't you play your Xbox anymore? Oh, my account got banned. Like, mm-hmm. yo, that kid is, bro, my mom would cook me if my she told me that. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the games that you just bought for me online, Invalid. yeah, they're no longer a thing. Invalid. They're gone because my whole account is banned. I I would love it. I, I would love it. And I think I deserve yeah, I, I, I just, I just need that to be stuff like this needs to become standard practice, and I, I hope that other platforms and everything can, can, you know, adopt this if they haven't already have their own systems in place to really start rooting out this bullshit. Because I'm just tired of hearing about the abuse and just all this other random stuff in 2023. I'm like, yo, most of y'all niggas are losers. Please, yeah. just, just hold your yeah. tongue when you get in your ass whooped, bro. That's it. For real. Uh, speaking of toxicity, though, uh, we got to move on to Call of Duty news, baby. Uh, they're trying to catch up in the collab game as they're bringing uh, The Boys, The Boys TV show from Amazon, uh, with skins of Black Noir, Starlight, and Homelander, with new power-ups, including Laser Vision and Warzone, and a bunch of extra bells and whistles into the game. So, uh, when what's the word, man? What's the word on The Boys in COD? Have we seen visuals? Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's a guy with the laser beam, and it automatically like murders people. Yeah, I think that's an execution. Um, oh, is it? In, no, I saw somebody like pull it out, like oh, in it? the middle oh, of a fight. Car? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he, oh, yeah. he looked around crazy. and shot it at a door, so like oh, it was yeah. like actual like was, laser beam. I was bleak. I was oh, bleak. this is wild. What are they doing? 
Um, yeah, I'm still not downloading COD, and I don't think There's the people no in COD in... are happy about this. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> if you want to experience this, you're gonna have to clear 250 gigs. Like, no one's doing that. 200 and what? 250 gigs. I saw on Twitter someone complaining that they had to download to play Call of Duty. Bro. I've been saying that for a while, but people keep saying like, oh, bro, just get a bigger hard drive. No. For that's one like, game? That's what the issue here. <laughs> like, they don't care. They're just putting things in a file and just, like, the fact that I can't send more than five megabytes in an email is crazy. But the fact that they can make me download, ha like, a quarter of a terabyte, how's that fair? How's that fair? Uh, yeah. Now, um, for, yeah, from an optimization standpoint, like, dog, you guys are still the worst people in the world when it comes to that stuff. Like, you guys got to figure out how to condense the files just a little bit, please. It's a little bit. But speaking on the, the actual, you know, collab itself, this is actually a pretty cool collab. I'm going to be honest. I'll actually be real. This is one that kind of kind of fits in a way. You know what I'm saying? They, they're trying to make certain things work. I I, I, I like the, the skins. Again, they're very fitting. I think this was a good selection. Having Butcher in there would have been cool, but that's just me. I, you know what I'm saying? I would have I liked if they added Butcher, but it makes sense. Um, the laser vision thing I'm seeing is actually insane. I about to say the flight, the super jumps. They're they're trying to make it a little bit more interesting, and I think this is a good integration with what you know what Warzone actually is. Um, I think this is uh, yeah. I think the skins are applicable in Modern Warfare too. I don't know if the power ups are. I think it's just Warzone, but yeah. I'll be real. It actually doesn't look too bad. It actually looks pretty solid. You know, this is. I will give them a thumbs up it for this one. Definitely one of the like better collapse that they've they've ever yeah, done. Stayed, you know, one hundred percent. They've had talked some about stinkers. some of their horrible ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we've been on so the like, podcast talking from, about their joints. In terms of execution, it looks good. I haven't tried it, I haven't played it, but it from the trailer, it looks good. Looks like people have fun with it, but again, it's just there's nothing that Call of Duty can really do at the moment that's gonna impress people that don't care about the game and people that do care about the game. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nah, here it's very, uh, it's very uh, set in stone at this point until we hear news of anything else on Call of Duty in the near future, which is gonna be interesting times uh, as we get close to our main story here. Yeah, but let me yawn. Almost died. All right, rate this five stars, please, before I pass away of yawning. Anyway, <laughs> fucking random ass yawn, bro. And I'm fine. I I slept my eight hours and everything, bro. What is nature telling me? This is some bullshit. Anyways, let's move on to. Bobby Kotick, aka the resident corporate weasel of Activision Blizzard. Uh, we heard some claims from uh, you know his 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 talk, his uh, I guess his, his his deposition, his statements in court over the past couple of weeks that uh, Nintendo's next generation console will be on par with the PS4 slash Xbox One era of technical performance. So uh, I guess let's 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 roll let's roll to you, Kai. How are you feeling about that perspective power scaling for this alleged new Nintendo console? Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> 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 bro, bro, what? I'll believe that shit when I see it. There's no way. You think you think you think that's that's improbable? You think that would be a good thing for, for no, Nintendo? It would be good. I just don't think they care to do it. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll see. I guess I don't really think that. Like, obviously they've come out and said it, but it's just like I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> Does it sound, sound like you? Nah, I hear it. I hear it. This is uh, 
um how do you say out of character i don't know what type of range they would be in does it sound feasible i don't know man when, when let's go to you man you know what i'm saying I, I, how do you feel about uh that kind of dating or scaling of uh of a next nintendo console uh i don't think it's improbable um but i also i don't like think the, the console's coming out anytime soon like it'll be on par with ps4 and ps and, and xbox one but it will probably be like closer to when ps6 and xbox whatever they decide to name it comes out you know what i'm saying mm. like i wouldn't be surprised if it's that strong but it won't be for a while yeah yeah no i hear it i hear it. i uh i i a part of me wants to believe that this is true and it, it, it very well may be but again it's just the timing that gets me i'm like there's no timetable on it and we're probably only gonna see this shit in like 2027 or something like that that'll probably be the date it'll probably be 2027 and you know by then you know it'll be more outdated but this is the thing though i necessarily i'm not the craziest person over the graphical output of nintendo at this point it's the online makeup because i've seen people in competitive stuff i, I lost out to kendall uh the infrastructure of the online is just it's not good it's not good what are you doing to fix that is that going to be involved in a new functionality in the new console that would be great to know you know what i'm saying are you going to fix some things with like server server capability and whatnot and just overall online quality that's my main concern with that stuff because of course there's going to be the technical fidelity of all that stuff of, of all these games but i feel like there's a lot there's a lot more than we let on in terms of the online community and do you have enough in the bag to actually support that now is it is it not just internet made with you know what i'm saying like with, with, with camel spit and like and, and like paper mache like is it, is it really going to be can stand up on its own that's my big question so i don't know maybe there's maybe there's some 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 you know legs to it maybe it's not we, we don't know we don't know but uh let's push forward here now that bioware has handed off star wars the old republic to a brand new studio and are basically their hands are clear they have promised the utmost focus on dragon age and mass effect and stated they're hard at work at polishing building and tuning dragon age dreadwolf and will have more to share soon so uh when how are you feeling about bioware's position you know they're they're still trying to get their way back up uh do you think that uh, you know again just locking in on just those two ips that that's probably the way to go yeah i think i mean with bioware i feel like they kind of got spread thin in around the inquisition days um and that's like kind of like where they started to fall off it was really just mass effect andromeda because i don't really think there's many other bad games that were made oh wait anthem never mind sorry take that back um forgot forgot about that game yeah um so yeah no never mind what i was gonna say is like they haven't had bad games they have had bad games i think they really do need to focus on one game at a time but i think it's just because ea was trying to push them to be like i think ea did to them what they are doing now to respawn uh -huh. um but respawn has better results which is like we're gonna push you to be our main like developer we're gonna push you to be the main creator of our games and i honestly honestly genuinely think it's just corporate greed and that's really what shoots a lot of ea games in the foot it's just not giving them enough time to and not giving them enough time to actually like do the things they need to do like to be developers to actually try things to actually work on their products because 
the, I mean, look at the state that Anthem launched in. Look at the state that Andromeda launched in. Those are games that weren't ready. We all know they weren't ready, but they were like, oh, you know, it's just hiccups. Every game has hiccups. Like, nah, you guys need to relax and you need to chill on these studios because these studios can produce great games. Apex will always be the example of like, this game launched and it was amazing because they didn't have your pressure on them. The only time I think that they should have pressured them was when it was out and they needed more content. That was the only time where like Apex was kind of in a lull when that season zero where there was mm. nothing to do but play the game and get whack loot drops. Yeah. But outside of that, it was a phenomenally well-structured game. And now now look at the game. It's, the, the scene is is nasty. I, don't, I wouldn't play Apex. I wouldn't play Apex if you paid me. So it's like they need to learn to let their developers develop games. Mm. I agree. I agree. This this is it, bro. Bioware does their best work when they're f when they're handling one major thing at a time. You know, when there's like eighty percent in one plate, twenty percent in the other, and it's their it's their bread and butter. You know what I'm saying? They're fantastic at storytelling. They're fantastic at the the RPG element that's that that's their bread and butter now i understand that there was things outside of it that you know in the anthem case which i thought you know i i hoped it was going to be something but again quickly devolved into madness uh they they got pushed outside their bounds and they got pushed far by again like the the powers that be above them in ea and they couldn't do their best work and i feel like now not only to speak to bioware but just to the industry in general i feel like there's there's we talked about this last episode as well starting to be this hold up where we're looking and evaluating a little bit more sternly and a little bit more, you know, with, with, with a bit more skepticism. Okay, is this, re is this project realistic in this timeline? Can we actually do this? It, what's the quality that's needed behind it and how much time we're going to take? Can we can we request more? Can we delay more? And I feel like that's going to play right into the hands of Bioware because, again, I, I like to speak in the uh, the brand perception. I like to speak in marketing terms to some to some degree and 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 uh, that stock, so to speak, for 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 video game companies and and developers and and what people perceive they are in today's market. Bioware has been on the ropes for a long time. We known that uh, because of Anthem and how and how it went down. No disrespect to them, but that's just how it is. If you drop a fire Dreadwolf and a fire Mass Effect, you're right back at the top, you know, towards the top of the top of the food chain in sense in the sense of everybody's looking at you like, yo, you, you like you're one of them ones. And again, in the grand scheme of things, you always one of the ones you drop. The, you drop the Mass Effect trilogy, bro. That nobody will ever take that away from you. One of the greatest trilogies of all time in games, period, period. Some of the best games I've ever seen. Some of the best stories I've ever seen in video game format. But again, it's it's unfortunately now this case of what have you done for me lately? And the latest anybody's really felt from you, you know, it, it's probably it's probably Anthem. I feel like they, they dropped something in the meantime. Interim, maybe. I mean, old the old Republic. But again, that's not like the mainstream thing. But all I'm saying is, they have a chance to really redeem their name and the and the dip that they took because of anthem in that period of time so them refocusing on just their their flagships in mass effect and dragon age is their best option is should be the only option for them at this rate yeah that's just how i feel man that's how i feel but yeah let's push on man uh marvel games and ea's latest studio cliffhanger games announced a new original third person single player black panther title in development now not much is known about the title but it could possibly be as big and even rival <laughs> the critically acclaimed avengers game on square enix i hate you when you just 
I'm dead. I'm dead. That's that's an hilarious blurb. But I want to throw it to Kai first, man. Kai, I, I think we believe we talked a little bit about it when it was just a rumor uh, beforehand on, on the podcast. But I wanted to bring it back to you first. A a new third-person Black Panther title. What's your, what's your gut reaction? What's your thought? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, really? Yawning? I don't think I, I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be good, bro. Like not the, the more thought I put into it, I'm like, there's no way this game can actually be enjoyable. Really? No, I just please. don't see it. Nah, talk to me. Talk to me, please. No. E? No. There's no e. way. Bro. Bro. Mm, that is a good that is a good no. two letters. Counter counter respawn entertainment. Are they involved? No, but this is what I mean. All Jack, right, then what does up, it matter? Shut up. Okay, well, I can give you the name of who's involved. I was going to get to that point, but you ain't let me finish. Damn, damn. But this is what I mean. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me cook. Let me cook. All right. We can agree that Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor have, good, have been good games, correct? Sure. All right. The fact that they've been given the room to fly under EA's watch or at least EA's jurisdiction is proof to me that they have found a way to focus more on single player experiences. And I feel like that's something they're invested in a whole lot more. You see it, you see it happening all across EA. I think they're giving more credence to single player experiences and they're giving them more room to shine. Now the team that's involved cliffhanger games, there's a lot of experience from older studios that are coming into this new studio. The biggest of which is from the same team who made the Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, Middle-Earth games. Now, if you know anything about those games, that shit was underrated as hell. Fantastic games. Both of them. Both of them. Except that chapter in Shadow of War where it's like the tower... I don't even want to get into it. But you know what I mean. Two fantastic third-person open-world games, and I think they did a, a, a wonderful job. I believe... it, it Was it Motive? Nah, it wasn't Motive. I, I'm trying to remember the name of the studio. Oh my goodness. Um, why am I why am I blanking on the name of the studio? I don't oh, know. Studio that did. They did uh, Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think it was Monolith. I think you're right. I think it was Monolith. It might yeah. be. It might be. Yeah, I think it was Monolith. But that background automatically puts me at ease to how the game will be executed. If you want to see how good third-person open-world gameplay looks, you if you want to see how a dope system looks in, in the Nemesis system, like, I'm not saying that they'll carry everything over one-to-one, but that ethos, that spirit, that, that, that loop, that feel of good third-person open-world action gameplay, you go look at any Middle-Earth game. You look at Shadow of War, you look at Shadow of Mordor, that's classic. That's classic stuff for you. That's a hood classic to me. And... That, that background, combined with the fact that EA are a little bit laissez-faire with the single-player experiences now, because Jedi Fallen Order proved themselves, and Jedi Survivor proved themselves that single-player is a viable option, those two things lead me to believe that this will be a good experience. I have optimism for this game. I have good hope for this game. I know my track record isn't great with these types of things, but I think... (laughs) That there's solid reasoning here to believe that this will come good. I I hope. Hey Amen. I hope. I genuinely, bro. We say it all the time. We don't want games to fail on Spokus. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. The, my biggest issue is that they announced it way too early. Oh, 
damn it you just brought up that point somebody somebody mentioned a really really good point about this yeah no i saw that and it yes. was it was like they announced this that they can like start recruiting and yes. find the right people to work on this which is absolutely great yes. but my biggest concern is just like looking at all of like the buzz that it got can get to the heads of the people higher up and that's my issue is that it might get to like oh yeah the, they, the, might, the people, they might jump the gun yeah, and they might be like, oh, look, people want this game. Let's let's hurry up and get this out type of thing. And mm. that will shoot it in the foot. Yeah, and I and I hope they take a page out of uh, Respawn's book. And now that Vince Ampel is promoted, I don't know what his jurisdiction is exactly. I think it's mainly over the Star Wars stuff, but I'm hoping that his heightened role can give some perspective or somebody from the, the cliffhanger side goes and reach, reaches out to him to at least temper some of the expectation because he seems to have a good grasp on uh, of what that rollout was for Jedi Fallen Order and 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 for future titles that they were from that point, but slowing down, just understanding the process and taking their time. If you need to delay it a little bit from a certain point, delay it. You know, do what you got to do. Make it the best it can because if you if you mess up T'Challa, I ain't gonna lie. Whoever it is, if you mess it up, it's your ass. It's game over, bro. It's, game it's your over ass. So fast. <laughs> There's already that other multi. There's already that other um game that Black Panther's gonna be in. That's like um T'Chaka or whatever in like the 40s with Captain America. There's that joint that's coming, and I think I think that's from EA as well from another studio. But we already got some expectations for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still like, eh, it might be up in the air. But this a full fledged third person. You know what I'm saying? Like this is gonna be his own experience. Y'all need to come good. Y'all need to come good. Y'all need to cook. This is this is something you gotta bang out the park. Like type type vibe for at least in my opinion with somebody with the weight of Black Panther in in my eyes. So I I think there's good foundations here. It's just you got to take your time. And again, I I really appreciate that somebody I forgot who it was online. Uh, whoever did that, shout out to you. Provide that context of of just recruitment season from a development standpoint i i don't know why you know what i'm saying but ever ever since ever, ever since kai became you know what i'm saying game game dev life i've just been keeping an eye out for those types of things more i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> but yeah nah, it, it, it was definitely it was definitely a good a good point to make but uh there's uh this one this one funny this one funny ass shit i was say yeah when you're when you're an absolute jokester for this intro though i'm i'm so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. I read it in my head and I was like, ain't no way this thing is sending critically acclaimed. What an ass, bro. I'm moving on to the next story. Anyways, uh, we got a lot of new, uh, I guess, just information that Horizon's not going anywhere, y'all. Horizon is not going any damn where. Had a lot of reports that surfaced online that talked about a new multiplayer co-op experience that's, that's incoming at some point that feels as transformative as making the first game from the, the team at Gorilla and around 16 concepts slash plans based around the Horizon IP to explore. Not, now, they're not full on projects, but just things that could be rolled into action. Uh, let's let's talk about it, When More Horizon, more on the way, a co-op experience, a bunch of stuff. They're, they're planned to be here for a long time. Hopefully a good time too, but how you feeling? I think they need to start like changing the release dates i think that would be the first i think that would be the first best big step for them i have no issues with horizon but i never can catch horizon in a time where i'm like i have time to play this game i'm two games behind because every time they drop a game it is in the worst year or in the worst like season for me to play that game um i i do think a co-op experience might be cool maybe like a monster hunter-esque vibe you know like a bigger but i also know that you know 
I always say this every time the new Monster Hunter S game comes out, I'm not playing it because I have Monster Hunter, but I could see them doing it in a different way. I I don't think this is a bad thing. I like that they're leaning into the Horizon franchise. Now, do I I'm not a big Killzone fan, so I can't even really say like I you know, I kind of miss Killzone. But it does feel weird PlayStation without Killzone, but PlayStation has mm. dropped more IPs than anybody really, so like it's not surprising. Um, I'm interested to see how, where they go with Horizon and how far they take it. Yeah. But uh, multiplayer Horizon wouldn't be the worst because again, I think, like I said before about um, about Helldivers, I think that the weird co-op shooters or the weird co-op experiences that aren't your typical sweaty co-op like your your Call of Duties and your Apexes, I think those games are really where a system like the PlayStation would thrive. I just think it feels better on those systems because if I'm somebody who plays Apex all the time and I want to get better, I want to get more involved with Apex, most people buy PCs. Most people build PCs. You see it all the time. I have friends who started on Xbox or PlayStation playing Apex and then they're like, you know what? I'm going to go build a PC if they really enjoy these shooters. So I think that this is a good step in the right direction. I think they really do need to explore a lot. This next couple of years is really going to be very telling because I don't think that PlayStation is really going to be able to keep up in the shooter realm or in like the free-to-play shooter realm in terms of like uh, games competing with like Call of Duty because now Xbox owns it or, well, we don't know yet, but Xbox essentially is very close to owning games like Call of Duty. So they need they need a new area. They need a new avenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. And I'm not going to lie. Horizon... Yeah, the only thing they gotta work on is their release dates, bro. Everything else has been solid. Like, bro, you just gotta release in the summertime or something. I feel like there's enough, like, buzz around you to release in summertime. Y'all could dominate that area. That could be fine, but just don't release in front of a God of War. Don't release in front of an Elden Ring. Just don't do it. You fall for it every time. It's like, it's it's like a damn, like, what's it called? Looney Tunes type joke. Like, bro, y'all fall for every episode. Y'all get caught with it. Like, Bugs Bunny is catching y'all out every time. Like, it's not good. But to speak to just, I guess, what they have running and what they have in the, in, in the chamber, man, a co-op Horizon would be dope. To me, a co-op Horizon actually fits. I think that's actually a really, really good inclusion to what it is. I feel like it's a natural. It doesn't feel too out of place, in my opinion, uh, it, it, from, so, from, from how it is. When you guys played Horizon, how much did you struggle with the puzzles? Um, as much as I struggle with every other puzzle in every other puzzle game. Bold of you to assume I got that far. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I didn't co-op to that scenario. At least Horizon One, yeah. I, I but the thing is, like, scenario is just crazy yeah. to me. Like those puzzles are gonna be insanely difficult. Oh, for co-op puzzles, yeah, that might be a pain in the ass. Did, That's did, gonna be a big pain. As a, actually, as a qualifying question, this might not be entirely related, but did Uncharted Lost Legacy and uh, whatever the one that was um was was either two player or you had both of the that? ladies. Chloe and it was both for the ladies, but I don't think it was co-op. It no. wasn't. It was. It was just one player. It was just one I player. Switch think, perspective. Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Let me look it up. Whatever. Um, whatever that joint was. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Really, I honestly don't even know if that would really matter that much because yeah, different company. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm saying like, is there is there expertise within the the group think of Sony that could provide more context on co-op puzzles? That's that's that was I my main question. This looks like it was very much a single player game. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, uh, it says multiplayer, but I'm assuming they're talking about the multiplayer game, the yeah. multiplayer part. Yeah. Um, I don't think the puzzles is really going to be what what kills this game or makes this game harder or makes it like less accessible, because I do think those I do remember 
a friend of mine complaining about the puzzles, but I also feel like if it's a puzzle, man, just look that bad boy up. Like you're not gonna hurt. Oh anybody. yeah, that's, that's definitely not gonna gonna like make any decisions for you anyone. Piss, you piss I, me I, off. I was listening, thinking about you... how that would be like so funny to see people's reactions to. Shit is crazy. But I also how think that, that like what? I was gonna say it also helps certain games like when you think of like Destiny and the raids. Like people enjoy figuring out like the complex parts of the raid. So like I could see it becoming something that like brings people in is like oh doing this this game's multiplayer is actually quite difficult so i want to tap in and see if me and my boys can figure it out yeah yeah um i'm not gonna lie my limit over the years has gotten less and less with like puzzles so like if it pissed me off i'm definitely gonna google that bitch like it went when i was younger i'm gonna solve it i'm gonna I'm figure out how long it takes and i'm gonna do it and then over time that Google got stronger, boy. My Google game got real strong. I can tell you exactly where I go. It don't I even got to piss me off. It just got to be... <laughs> my, what have you to do after this? <laughs> like, how I do? I, let me figure... Let me look this up then. Yeah, nah, I ain't gonna lie. It's, it, puzzles are puzzles, man. I'll just get a thousand piece set if I want to do a puzzle at the end of the day. But I, I'll I'll test myself to see if I can give myself a pat on the back and like a, a sticker on the fridge. But if it ain't hitting in like thirty minutes, amen. Sticker on the fridge, amen. I did the best I could. I did the best I could. But in terms of Horizon, man, like I I would very much want to see more of it. I think there's a lot of stuff to explore with that that universe, and there's a lot of great experience to be had. Again, Call being one of them, that would be pretty dope. Don't I don't care for anything multiplayer in the sense like call like PvP. Give me more co-op stuff. Just give me different experiences. You have a lot of different. This is kind of like, this is kind of like uh, Last of Us territory where they can take it to a whole different place with a whole different cast, so to speak, or another perspective of the same events and carry on that way. So there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of breadth and depth for it. So yeah, uh, I'm interested. I'm interested. All right, push it forward here. Listen, man. People were running the numbers. They was doing their thing. They was realizing, hey, man, Sony's spending a lot on their R&D, like a lot more than usual. Like, the, and they, they did the tallies and stuff. And so far in their in their fiscal year 2024, which ends March of next year, by the way, they spent over 2.1 for gaming research and development. So uh, just to look at these, the numbers and, and what the trends are. Uh, yeah, you, you think it makes sense, Kai? You you think it's 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 really likely and 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 what do you think that's 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 building towards? Uh, scandals. <laughs> scandals. <laughs> With the S at the end. Very very big S at the end. I'm dead. Man. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's it's crazy to look at like how much gaming. It, like how much money's being pumped into it like crazy bro i think it's it's really crazy because it's like it's like we see where that's going but where is that going going mm. back to what we were talking about earlier like where is that going like it's all fund it's all funding the next game in the next series we need knack four or knack oh is it knack four knack three i, I don't even remember I think do we I don't even think we have a knack two dog. No, I don't even think got, like we got a knack two. We definitely have a knack two. It's knack three. Yeah, you're right. It's knack three. I should have followed my gut. There is a knack two. Yes, it's a knack oh, two. Of course, of course, it's a knack two. Crazy. That's I insane. Didn't even realize. How could you not I, know there's a knack two? 
one of the that's premier the, PlayStation titles, losing your mind. That's absurd. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think all this money is going towards a price increase. Um, I think that's what's gonna happen. Probably. I'm not gonna lie to you, like video games. I I fully 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 think video games are expensive. I think it's a very I think it's a, an expensive hobby. But like, if a game like a game like Baldur's Gate three is seventy eighty dollars that's kind of that's not a bad deal i'm not gonna that game has like 178 hours of cinematics Damn. right of cinematic dialogue like that's that several, crazy that is several so, oppenheimers you know what i'm saying like that's crazy amount of like stuff that goes into it like that's a lot that's a lot and i'm not saying i want prices to go up but i also can't really be super surprised either i went i went and this has nothing to do with video games i went into the supermarket and a, and a gallon of orange juice was like nine dollars like that, yeah i know you know what i'm saying like that's crazy back in the day it was not that expensive so if video games go if orange juice is going up i wouldn't be surprised if, if video games are going up man like it, it's gonna i feel like it's gonna get more expensive we're gonna get I, I hope we're gonna get higher quality products i just hope it doesn't i hope we don't get ak gaming i hope that's not what it's being pumped into like i swear to god if they pump out Yo, we're we're doing a Resident Evil 2 remake remake and it has 8K graphics. Look at Leon's look at Leon's soul in the game. Like I'm be like, bro, can we please? Can we please not make 8K gaming with the textures that are still like popping in and out of people's bodies? Can we please just focus on cool, genuine, like good RD? Like let's focus on things people want, not people, not things that you want to try. Yeah, man. I it's, it, it, we can talk about this later, but you know, there's just it just feels to me like it's about to be a real arms race. And Sony's been very, very smart with their purchases, or at least very they've been discreet in a certain way. You know, you wouldn't notice how big certain things are until you you look at them. They've done work with these companies before too, so you're like, oh yeah, it's probably just a likely thing. But you know, Nixus development, uh, was it Blue House or, or it was Blue something. Uh, there's a lot of infrastructure, different parts of that development chain or, or that distribution chain of gaming. Their their level of horizontal and vertical integration on several different areas is big. It's big, and nobody's noticed this as much because they aren't as big names uh, comparatively to an Xbox, which we'll get to later. Who spent directly on game studios, game developers? You know, what I'm saying that those big houses they'll think sony is spending nothing you know what i mean some people will think sony's spending nothing but i feel like they're getting a, a strong grip hold of the vertical side of things as well they're taking again they're already a distributor of games you know what i'm saying they're already that they're already publisher they're already you know this types of things now they they dipped into pc ports in that pc side of the house trying to develop that side with nixus and just more different things their mobile division they just recently uh launched probably sometime last year early this year there's just a lot of different dimensions to what they're investing in and as with everybody else like it's an arms race to get everywhere and get to everything they want that this is going to be a war across all fronts it's not going to be wild west anymore it's not going to be wild west it's going to be consolidation and survival of of the strongest at this point and and sony sony knows this they're, they're 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 ahead of us man they they know what they're doing they know what they're doing and it, it'll take a few to see what they're really on but you know we 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 i feel like we we're gonna feel it very very soon with how things are moving with the market damn 
I about to say, I said. Yeah, no, no, you shit, shit. We gonna do? We gonna talk about it, man. We gonna talk about it in a minute, man. That's that's for certain, man. But let's let's move on here to this story. So this came out a couple weeks ago, but I definitely wanted to touch on it. Valve was just getting a bunch of like AI abusers, baby, basically out of the paint. And they have their policy in place that have just been like striking down any games that have been submitted from AI generated art or AI generated text dialogue, whatever it may be. And, you know, they've basically, you know, just outlawed that stuff on the platform in terms of submitting games to be put on their store. And their perception is basically you don't own that shit. Therefore, you cannot source the materials that's being made from. Therefore, it's not yours to submit, dog. So, uh, when I actually want to stop in with you and talk about this. How do you feel about you know this news and 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 the policy coming towards uh, you know AI games and, and Steam? So, um, first and foremost, the only AI I respect is uh, played for the Sixers. So uh, I just want to <laughs> put that out there. Oh, it's true. Um, facts. Genuinely, facts. do not care for the people who are like, "Hey, man, I'm going to use a computer to be talented." Um, actually, no, that's not fair because there are people who are actually talented on computers. Um, but you know what I mean. So I genuinely feel no sympathy for the people who are using AI-generated art to do things on Steam. I think y'all really need to hire artists if you want art. If you think that it's like okay, like to do it without artists, then ask. Then you should be doing it with AI-generated art that has not used art to learn how to draw. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you can find something like that, if you can find something that has learned how to draw without taking and, like, learned from other people's hard work, then, yeah, go crazy with your little game. But I'm very happy that Valve is taking that stance. I think it needs to be done in a lot of other places. AI is kind of just, like, taking over in places that I don't think it really needs to. And truth be told, I don't even know who's really buying these. Who would really be like, oh, man, AI, like, it's just AI-generated art games. Like, I... Bro, come on, son. Just like, just pay somebody. And if you don't have the money to pay somebody, then get some funding. You know, like Kickstarter is a thing. There's a lot of different things out there. Yeah, man. Uh, get a job. Get a job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get a job. <laughs> Bro, bitch. I was about to say, this is this is this is my thing, though. This is my thing. Um, we have. I feel like now we're getting to that point where. Lines are being drawn in the sand for how AI is supposed to be applied in different contexts of society and life. And I'm glad we're taking a lot of people are taking more of this hardline stance to where they're limiting how much AI can get through. This is this is the response that I want to see limiting how much AI gets a foothold in daily processes, daily life, commerce, business, art, whatever. This needs to be happening at all levels. A, a very hard look at if you cannot source it, if you cannot create it yourself, if it's if it's a prompt, that's not yours, bro. That's an amalgamation of what it can find. That that's not yours natively. So I'm glad that Steam has the stance, especially from games. What type of take on me music video type ass game do you think I want to play, bro? Dog, what is that? I'll just turn my motion blur up. I want if I want to feel some AI effects, bro. Like, come on, man. I'll I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll literally go. You know what I'm saying? Turn per, to put my motion blur on max on a Telltale game if that's what you want me to do. That's as close as AI I'll get. But otherwise, I'm just I'm very proud of Valve for taking the stance and very being very hardline about cutting basically just nipping that in the bud, nipping any potential sales that people can get and, and rip people off of from an AI game. 
I'm gonna be real. The only thing AI I truly want in my life is them AI songs of SpongeBob and his and all the characters of SpongeBob singing all these oh, random ass songs from real life. That's all I want. That's all I want, man. Be blessed. Patrick said Patrick singing never would have made it. That's all I want in my life. And that's it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, let's let's jump on to this next story here. Uh so reflecting on Cyberpunk 2077's troubled launch, uh, CD Projekt's communications boss has argued that the game received some overly harsh criticism when it was first released. Uh, he said, quote, then it became a cool thing to not like. We really went from hero to zero uh, really fast. So uh, Kai, I just, I just want to take it to you first, man. You think that Cyberpunk was just kind of the, the, the victim of a lot of a lot of hate bombing a lot of dog piling as it were uh from from mm. its early days no i think all the hate was justified um i don't think it was cool to hate it was like it became a running joke and you know that's kind of their fault <laughs> 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 to, to turn around and say you know it became cool to laugh at my game that just sounds like you're just kind of hurt because it was fucking terrible with someone that loved the game yeah terrible for a lot of people so i think there's nothing really like you just gotta firm that big man i'm in a position to agree but when how how do you feel about it i truthfully i i think i think he's right i don't <laughs> think it's fair that people were making fun of this game because it was breaking consoles um, me personally speaking, I think if your console was bricked, um, it's more of your fault than anybody else's. Um, Why are you talking like, like the police chief from Simpsons? Like, oh, well, because, you know, I think a lot of people need to understand that, like, these quadrillion dollar companies truthfully need all the, the, the grace uh, that, that, that is given. Because at the end of the day, like, truthfully speaking, how dare we as consumers complain about things like my PlayStation doesn't want to work anymore because I played a game that was broken. Like that's our fault. We should have never bought the game if we didn't want a broken game. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but in all seriousness, uh, cyberpunk till this day has not made it right with me. Uh, I still think that they, they got off way easier than they could have to be quite frank with you. Cause your boy was running up the No Man's Skies earlier today, right? Mm. And I was just like, hey, this game is gas. And I'm sitting there, and I need to go back and figure out what was the DLC after one year? Because that's how long games give us free DLC or free updates is like one year. Because anything after that is free value. Mm. And the fact that I'm seeing a new, like, oh, we did so many things to fix Cyberpunk ahead of the new DLC launch, that DLC should be free ski bro that dlc should be for everybody right now like not even for just cyberpunk i want everybody to have that dlc that shit should be on game pass on how free it should be because you guys ruined like people's consoles like you you made sony look generous that's crazy that's, that's, like you that's did that egregious that's a little like, egregious that's how bad you that's how bad you performed so, uh, no, I don't think that they, I think they deserve every bit of hate. And if honestly speaking, if I could go back in time to hate on them more, like if I, they were like, this watch only lets you go back to the cyberpunk release date. I would go back. I would hit the watch and I would tweet out more things because you guys got all <laughs> way too scot free. <laughs> nah, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. But I, I will say this, man. 
as of course a uh, a cyberpunk shill i will i will say that you know there wasn't really there was there was glitches for me at that beginning stage you know what i'm saying it wasn't pretty but it wasn't breaking my stuff as at the time it wasn't breaking my stuff but let's be real here guys I know, I know you guys have beat the, the beat the, the allegations to some degree. You, you know, the court of public opinion has looked favorably upon you now. But let's not front like PlayStation shut down their entire storefront. Like you got removed from an entire storefront. You guys got removed. You know how often that happens? Outside of games being banned in certain countries over ESRB ratings and stuff like that. That don't happen. That don't happen. Like, let's keep it a stack bundle, man. Y'all game was terrible on console, optimized poorly, bugs and glitches galore out the rip. Like, and again, we can go back into the reasoning, the roots, the causes, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Board members want to release certain dates here, there, X, Y, Z, y'all kept delaying it, whatever. The fact of the matter is, anything that happened to y'all that on release date was justified because of how it shipped. It literally is. It is that you know, whoever's fault it was, where whatever lines of progress you were at, the 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 hate and slander on it was justified because of how it dropped. Now, for people that never played the game and said some random stuff, that's the dog pile, and that is a little bit extra. But for the people who were directly affected, that that were excited to play the game but ran into a clothesline that was their whole system getting bricked or a PlayStation, you know what I'm saying, giving a refund for that stuff, which is not really, you know what I'm saying, a clothesline, but still kind of hurts people who are excited for the game. Like, that's real, and that's valid. That's something that you can't take away. It's not, it's not, we, we can't be, like, a, a couple years removed from it and be like, oh, yeah, that was all media spin. People were just trying to hate on the game. Like, no, yo shit was a technical disaster. It was a disaster. Call a spade a spade, bro. bro. It was a, it was a disaster. It was bad. It was Bethesda levels. It was Bethesda levels. It was levels. worse than Bethesda levels. It was, it was worse than Bethesda levels, actually, because they were still on storefronts. They were still on storefronts, even though the stuff was trash. It was a it was a nuclear level disaster. And you guys have recovered from it. Let's call a spade a spade. Y'all have recovered from it, for the most part, in my opinion. And y'all still continuing to uptrend with the DLC and stuff and overhauling the game. But you can't erase your past. It, 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 I would rather you come out and say, hey, yeah, listen, the way we dropped was not how we wanted to. It was garbage. It was trash. We did not mean to, like, disappoint so many people. The only thing we can do here from now is make it up to you by improving the game continually, you know, back to back to back to back, release more updates, release more patches, release more little content things. The DLC could have been free. I would have loved that, but you know, I'm still going to buy it anyways. I'm I'm a, I'm a whore, so I'll take that one. I'll take that one on the chest. That's fine. But having that level of honesty and candor would have been more suited to saying, oh yeah, it just became a cool thing to hate on us. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we can pull jokes. We pull jokes on every game that, you know what I'm saying, that has is joke worthy. You know what I'm saying? Every game that's in the in the limelight, we're gonna pull jokes on. No game escapes from it. There's not one singular well, game, single game in in the mainstream that escapes from any criticism or any type of level of jokes or whatever. But you have to admit most of that came from a source of validity that came from a valid experience that a lot of people went through and that was your game being shite on release and that's simple and this is coming from me who i love cyberpunk so just be honest be honest that's my thing all right yeah. I, I heard what you said about um having to play to make fun of it absolutely not i'm gonna make fun of whatever <laughs> i want uh, thank you very much i didn't i haven't played not one second of cyberpunk but every time i ask my cousin I remember because he bought it on release. He was like, it's cool. It just crashes every like 
hours so you got to make sure you save like i was like what the fuck is that even how is that even like a, a a cool thing like that's not that's not a cool thing or be like no nah, it's fine it's just you know uh sometimes you got to restart the game because it uh, glitches out and it's like all right bro that shit is and that was just that was the good stuff the worst things were don't even get me started on that ps4 release that ps4 even yeah yeah it was on ps4 yeah nah nah like, I, know, I know it was on ps4 i had a friend who was actually excited for that game he was like you think i should get it on like uh on ps on ps5 or ps4 i'm like but i think actually i think you want to get a day one on ps4 and he bought it day one on ps4 and i was like bro i don't think you're you're prepared for what's gonna happen and yeah that happened and he was like bro i'm never playing this game again yeah uh yeah, but again uh i mean slander or slander do what you must i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stand by here and block i'm not gonna be here a, a fucking gatekeeper it's like stop you didn't play the game I, let me see your hours you can't hate on it let me see your hours it's crazy like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do all that i'm not gonna do all that but yeah like everybody's entitled to their own opinion from what they see feel and hear so you know wherever they get their stimuli is wherever they get their stimuli you know what i mean so y'all deserved it at first y'all definitely deserved it y'all re- y'all recovered but it was a tough fumble at the start of the game. That's all I'm saying. All right, pushing forward here. Let's get into the trailer trove, man. Had a couple of stories coming out of the cut over the past couple of weeks. Um, let me let me let me switch it to order real quick and talk about it real quick. I know we I know we spoke about it the other day and just had a little tiff about it, but it seems like there's some life in this series yet because James Cameron has confirmed that a brand new Alita Battle Angel is coming. There's a new movie in the franchise coming in the works, man. When let's go straight to you. How you feel about this? Um, this is actually pretty sick. I actually watched Alita Battle Angel like recently, as in like in this past year. Um, that movie was pretty butt cheeks, but it was really entertaining. Like there, there were just times I'm like, well, this is the visuals are absolutely insane. <laughs> and then like they would start talking to each other, and I'm like, it feels like they were writing it feels like they're they're talking to each other, but it feels like they're not talking to each other at the same time. That's how that's how the dialogue felt to me. I was just like, who are y'all talking with? Because it doesn't feel like you guys are even in the same room. But I'm actually excited for this movie. I'm a big fan of Robert Rodriguez. I really cannot wait for this. I cannot, cannot, cannot. Wait, wait. is is he directing the next two? Because I think somebody else announced it, right? Yeah, I think he. I think he is a part of it. I think he's. Let me. Let me. Let me try to confirm. Let me try to confirm. Well, I think he is. Let me see. 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 I think he was the one that confirmed it, though. Yeah, he was the one that confirmed oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah, he confirmed okay. it. Okay. My bad. I th- for some reason, I thought somebody. I saw like a different name. But anyways, big oh, wait, big oh, fan oh, no, of the no, first one. No, wait, movie. wait, oh, wait. Let me see. Actually, no, no, no. Because the first one was um Roberto Rodriguez. I was that was directing it. But Cameron, had, he, yeah, he was he was writing. He was he was writing and a, and a producer on it. That's why. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I'm actually a pretty big fan of this franchise. Um, it's it's super silly. It's almost like if you watch it, you're gonna be like. There's no reason you guys should like this. Like, there's no reason people should be a fan of this. But <laughs> I am. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the next film, um, personally speaking. This this is like, this feels like, I don't know why I categorize things like this, but certain IPs and stuff that give me a certain feeling. You know how I do, like, you, you know how I talk about, like, you know, Kane and Bridge of Spirits type games. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like $40, mm-hmm. smaller experiences. Like, this reminds me of, like, the lower end, the lower end of the spectrum of, like, uh, a speed racer type of game like you know a speed, a speed racer type of movie where it's like you know like not everybody would like it super it's kind of cultish but it's, it's it's like 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it gives me a similar feeling, a similar feeling to a lesser degree of a speed racer in some way, shape, or form. I don't know why, but it just does. I don't know how to flicks. So. Yes. Oh, bro, don't even get me started on one of the greatest cinematic experiences <laughs> you ever. Might, but again, it's on the lower end of that spectrum, but it's, you know what I'm saying? But it's 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 in the nosebleeds of the same ballpark, if you get what I'm saying. Speed Racer, first row. It's it's up there. It's no, rated. for sure. You know it's, I mean? it's one of those, like, oh, man, I could talk about Speed yeah. Racer for days, but I we're just, not going to. Yeah, we don't I, got time. I, I just don't know how to fully explain it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll come back in another episode and explain it fully, but I just, I don't know why. Maybe it's just the look and aesthetics of it. Just like, oh, it's the aesthetics. It's yeah. the it's the blatant use of CGI. You yeah. watch it and you're like, at no point am I watching this and I'm thinking, wow, that's a that's a practical effect. Like yeah. a lot of it is CGI, but you don't care. Effect. Like no, at no point are you saying that. Like you're looking oh, at it, you're man. like, wow. But it's so fun. Like it's just a fun move, and you're like, wow. It. I'm not gonna lie. It's one of those like movies that you'll watch and you'll look at Marvel movies like you guys don't even know what you're doing with CGI. Mm -hmm. Like these people get it. They're trying. You guys are kind of just like. I want to do this, which I could do with regular people, but don't want to pay for that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do CGI. Yeah, no, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. But yeah, Alita. Alita should be fun. Should be fun. Should be a, a movie that most people do not want to see, but you know, I'll be I'll be somewhere in the cut for it. Mm -mm. I'll be at the crib with Chinese <laughs> food and a fatty and enjoying my life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey man, listen. If that, if that's not a good setup, I don't know what is. All right, pushing forward here. We got the announcement that Suicide Squad Isekai is coming. And uh, this is going to be an anime based on, of course, the WB property Suicide Squad coming from Studio Wit, who did Spy Family, Attack on Titan Season 1 through 3, Vinland Saga, and a whole lot more, and WB Japan. Uh, they had a, a first trailer come up in the, the other day. Very interesting stuff, man. But uh, Kai, how do you feel about Suicide Squad Isekai? Um, I, I think it look cool. I think it's it's gonna be a cool watch. I I saw something that made me laugh. They were like, they were like, oh, my th initial thoughts when I saw this because I think um, the Joker's like mouth is like tattooed on. It's not his real mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like and a tattoo design, over a smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. And someone was like, I thought this was amazing, but then I realized that this was this was not a real <laughs> mouth. This is horrible. This is terrible character design. I was like, what 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 happened? We, we, we civilized people. They looking for real mouth, bro. They looking for real eaters. <laughs> I, I think it's just, I think it's a sick ass stuff. I think I think it'd be cool. Yeah, bro, listen, I ain't gonna lie. I never thought this day would come where they you know what I'm saying where I'm seeing it more in an anime style. I mean, we had that one. Batman animated film that was like him in Japan and like the feudal time. You talking about there. Batman Ninja or Batman yeah, Samurai? Did not remember Batman. the name. Yeah, that yeah, went yeah, crazy. Yeah. Which that I'm like, was hard. And, again, and again, it's a hop, skip, and a step away from this. Which I'm like, I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? And to 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 to, to kind of to boot. Basically, you're bringing Studio Wit, which is one of the hardest anime studios in this existence of life, in this plane of existence, in this dimension right now. You know what I mean? They're cooking on all cylinders. And so I I think the animation is going to be great from what we've seen. It looks solid. You know what I'm saying? I, it's going to be a, a basic, you know what I'm saying, like a, a basic Suicide Squad plot. And I think in this style, in this format, it's, it's going to go crazy. Team? I have no clue. I have not a, I I have not a Scooby. Uh, that's where they could go fucking wrong. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I probably, yeah. I mean, me, I probably watch it dub, uh, dubbed anyways. Uh, I mean, so, Ooh, I mean, that's I a mean, good. 
I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, sub. subbed. I mean, subbed. So I'm like, I don't know. I mean, for me, either either or is not going to be like crazy, a crazy difference for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no. I, I know. I never really get into those debates and arguments. Yeah, me but neither. I just mean generally, like regardless. Oh of yeah, like yeah, yeah, no, I agree. You, how you're listening to it, if it doesn't sound correct, it's going to be a problem. It's always mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The first off, the debate is simple. If it's not subbed, you suck. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but like personally speaking. I think that, like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it subbed. I think this is going to be actually pretty sick. The only way they can mess it up is going to be, like, if they do this thing where, like, they don't give Joker, they don't make Joker how Joker's supposed to be. That's mm. really, if they don't treat the source material as, like, scripture. Yeah. And that's that's where they can mess up because if I get Joker and then Joker starts having feelings and he's starting to be like a really good guy, like that man is a, a diabolical monster. It should not change whatsoever. So, and even if he gets Isukai to a different world, it's not going to make him a better person. Yeah, nah, so like, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think either either of those studios. I don't think, I don't think Wit would play with that. I don't think WB WB Japan would play with that. I think they're they're still close enough to it to where they wouldn't mess up on that on that front. That's just me though. That's just a feeling. But no, yeah. for sure, and I. I, I think I think it's you're correct. I, I genuinely do feel like they won't really ruin that, but that's the only way I could see it going wrong. Because the only other way is like if it's a horrible English voice actor, like uh, Batman Year One, they had Brian Cranston as oh, yeah. as uh, no 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 this was and this was the best Brian Cranston as uh, what's his oh my god Detective Gordon yeah. best cast like one of the best casting for Detective yeah, Gordon. Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. And then you had uh, who was it for freaking um what's his face for batman it was an cat. i can't remember what his name is but like that casting i was like oh this is awful yeah I, I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to remember uh i don't know off the top of my head i don't know i don't know I don't no know. but but like that's a good example of yeah. like people who i'm where i'm like man i wish somebody else was voicing batman right now mm-hmm. yeah no nah, i hear it i hear it yeah it's gonna get those tweaks right but i think this is something that they did is good i feel like natively you automatically have a, a much higher success rate adapting something to an anime before you know what I'm saying anything live action or even even a certain anim, even a certain like I guess western animation thing at least from an action standpoint you know what I mean mm-hmm. I, I just think there's there's much more uh cool room much more cool room to do some uh, dope stuff and I feel like maybe it's the fact that it has been unexplored merging more of the western IPs to anime stuff that is just like giving me that bias but i i, I want to see more of it i want to see more yeah of it. i want to see more of it but i don't want to get like overused like, yeah i, I don't I'm I, think, really I feel like really really quick i think we're in the early stages though where it's like it may be like two years time maybe we're gonna see like everything trying to be adapted to anime and everybody's gonna hate it but i feel like right now we're in like that good like the river is like it's got just enough speed to it to where you're seeing some stuff. Yeah, like, I know. like we got the anime, the, is the anime, and yeah. you know, the animated stuff yeah. is the animated stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like there's still that separation. Yeah, we got the Edge Runners. We had the uh, what's it called? We had we had Edge Runners. We had Star Wars Visions. You know what I'm saying? We had those things come across in the past what year or two or so. Again, in the really really early days when it was not, it was Castlevanias type type stuff. Like it was those things, and even then it wasn't fully fledged. It wasn't fully out there. But now we're starting to get into what it can be before it's oversaturated. I think we're just starting to hit that not necessarily it's a we're a little bit before the sweet spot in my opinion we're a little bit before the sweet spot i don't even think i don't even know when the sweet spot like when when the when the peak will be because i don't think that it's ever going to get to a point where they're just like we're definitely only doing animated stuff oh yeah like nah, we're nah, only nah. doing anime stuff i, I should say 
Because even then, like, the people who are doing anime stuff correctly are super busy. Mm, like, yeah. imagine imagine if they would have said MAPPA made that. Like, you'd have been like, no, they didn't. <laughs> you said, you're you, lying. There's no way in hell these busy-ass motherfuckers go do that. Like, there's no way. So, like, I think we're, we are going to get to a point where, like, we have way more um, stuff like this. But I don't think it's ever going to get to a point where, like, they just say, hey, we're not doing American animation anymore. Because even, like, look at look at uh, the Superman show that came out that I need to actually watch because that looks actually really good. Whoa, like, the one where everyone was crying because he had, like, electricity in one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's goofy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually an enormous fan. This looked insane. Yeah, it does look really good. I need to tap in. Um, but, like, look at that, that for example. I think that show is, is an, uh, an example of, like, a good combination between the two because it looks very anime but it's not i think it's an american studio if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong but it's it's designed to be an american show mm-hmm. it's probably why they hit it yeah probably word word ah uh, yeah interesting man but in terms of isekai i'm definitely i'm tapped in man i want to see it yeah i can't wait i just hope that like at no point is the joker like Maybe I am a good guy. No. Like, this is not. Oh, this yeah. is not how that works. Oh, <laughs> this is not God. how that works. Turn it off. <laughs> like, Harley, I've been so mean to you. I'm changing nah, my ways. Like, fuck that. Yeah, damn, I'm about to say. Damn, I'm about to say drives the car off a cliff with with only her in it. And like, oh, okay, here we go. All right, all right, all right. You had me. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was gonna be. I thought he was developing a conscience. <laughs> Oh man! All right, man. Moving on to the main. Wait, 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 wait! wait. What if like, what if Joker starts like, he starts thinking back to his past, and they got him on the swing, bro? That would be so funny. There's no (laughs) on a random ass north. I was like, the the random ass, like the Joker talk no jutsuing. Uh, Batman would be absolutely dead. We're the same, you and I. Nah, that's actually insane, bro. You gotta stop this, man. We gotta save the village, bro. You're better than this. It's like, what do you mean? Oh my god, this wild ass shit, bro. Nah, that that would actually be hilarious. I would, I would love obscure anime references and that stuff. If Joker that would do that type shit, that would be so that would be hilarious, good, bro. I need, I need Batman with the with the little teardrop in the back of his head. <laughs> at least once. Oh my god. <laughs> or Alfred being, or they being yeah. like. Uh, Alfred, we need we need to. I need to, I need my suit clean, and it's like Alfred with a little teardrop. That would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> right away, sir. Oh shit! Nah, that, that Batman with some of those anime expressions would be very very hilarious. That I, I that would that would be actually funny as fuck to see. I, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Oh man! All right, it's main story time, y'all. The elephant in the room. The uh, the uh, unsolvable mystery as it seems, because it's still going on, man. Uh, but a- at least from a certain level, we've heard it. The gavel heard around the world, a.k.a. the news that Microsoft has beaten the FTC's injunction claim and they are free uh, tentatively <laughs> to close the Activision Blizzard deal uh, with no further delay in the U.S. Now, as I'm saying this. The funniest thing is that <laughs> the FTC filed for an appeal, so they're trying to fight the decision that's already been laid down to deny the injunction. And the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has about one day 
uh, to, to really settle this, I'm pretty sure, and then try and find some some verdict by Friday or else it gets fully closed down and there's no time. But let's operate as if they barely have anything to hold on to, because I don't think they really do have anything to hold on to in this case. But it was hold up. You know, what I'm saying the judge in the original ruling basically said that the arguments on the side of the FTC, including PlayStation and Jim Ryan's deposition, were too weak and actually were contrary up to the predicted effect of Call of Duty being more available in more places and competition increasing fairly in the market. You know, of course, has made a lot of waves. Uh, we even heard word today that the UK CMA they kind of they kind of stopped their litigation process. They were like, "Yo, yo, Xbox, we can work something out, man. Let's let's try and talk it out." They were trying to settle in a way out of court to to try and not like you know miss the wave of this as well. So there was just so much, man. Phil Spencer's response, just the failings of the defense, the, the impact of the future. There's just so much stuff to this, but there may be a clearing, and we may have hit that final lap finally. To see Xbox acquire Activision Blizzard King. Uh, so, Kai, let's start with you. Your raw reaction to the case, to the news of Xbox getting ever so close to acquiring uh, Activision. When I saw the most recent update, I was just sitting at my desk at work and I, I read it. I, I scrolled past it. I scrolled up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. This is this is interesting, but um, so it's not it's not completely done. So at this stage in time, because uh, the FTC filed an appeal, it has to go up to the uh, the ninth district circuit. I think the ninth district or ninth circuit court of appeals, I believe. I, I, if I'm if I'm messing up the naming, please just you know what I'm saying political people, you know what I'm saying correct me in the comments or wherever. And then they have to make uh, a review. They, they review the case that, that transpired, and they have to just make that decision of whether they uphold the ruling or they deny the ruling, and then they apply the injunction. So, you know, this is probably going to be a quicker a quicker transition. Most likely, it's going to be upheld. There's not going to really be any trouble mm. to this because of the arguments made. There may be some type of extra cases. I don't, I don't really see the angle for the FTC, and we can talk about this as well. I, I you know, I, I'll dive into this first, um, and. It was it was Khalif Adams from Spawn on Me that brought up a great point, and I wanted to definitely double down here and talk about that. Just how the case went, bro. Like, dog, people are really stupid, and by people I mean the U.S. government, and by U.S. government I mean the FTC. Let's 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 call this in the lawmakers and the uh, the judicial people, the legal entities, the powers that be on cases like this about technology and video games and stuff. They're so blank in the mind when it comes to video games. Like, it actually is mind-boggling how many simple, basic questions, how many stupid lines of logic, how many just things that don't make sense have fit their way into the court case. If you look at back at some of the lines, the, 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 you know, whatever, all the dialogue that went down, I'm like, yo, this is really basic, stupid stuff that, you know, that, that was easily skirted by by Xbox. Like, I... If you looked at the case files, you'd be like, yo, I feel a little bit sad for the FTC people because they have no idea what they're talking about. They're just kind of talking in circles and they're getting easily like shot down. All their arguments are getting swatted basically out of the air. The only the only kind of only some level of credence was was placing trying to come in and give a statement. And even then it was like, you know, so what? It was a so what type of thing. It was already clear to see, in my opinion, what that what that outcome was going to be. It was just going to be prolonged. And this just double down that governments have no idea what the function of, of video games is still even though it's a it's a 20 plus year 40 plus year endeavor my fault a 40 plus year endeavor 
government still has no idea what to make of video games. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just our government, it's, man. I, I think they completely understand, but they just want to use it to drive an agenda. And I, mm. I feel like, you know what? I feel like it's a bit of both, honestly. I feel like it's yeah, a bit yeah, of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't understand it, but they know there's enough skin in the game on this front to drive whatever agenda that they see fit. I, I think it's a little bit of both in that regard. And they can just spin it into any way. And that's why this is not necessarily the most uh, relevant thing. But again, the violence in video games conversation, that's always been at the forefront of whatever we talk about video games. And that's just been made a scapegoat. That's been made a, a common hallmark about uh, about political discourse on video games. And it's like, yo, you don't understand half of the effects of what video games do. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that... I, there, there have been studies done. There have been a lot of stuff done that shows that that's not really a conclusive statement. There's not really too much of a, a crazy link there, unless you're an absolute buffoon. You know what I'm saying? But there's still that agenda to be made. And speaking on this, it's like, okay, where's, where's the, where's this sense of unfairness? They couldn't really, they couldn't muster anything up. And I'm like, bro, you are, and you're a governing body of the U.S. government. Surely you have to have a stronger argument than. Xbox gonna buy it. Cloud gaming's dead. But then Xbox has a whole chart and everything that shows, yo, we're not. These agreements show, like, yo, bro, we're not, we're not doing all that. Oh, they're gonna take away Call of Duty from us. They're gonna make Call of Duty all crazy and stuff. And then Xbox comes out with the same thing. And just, hey, hey, we're we're not gonna do that. We have these agreements in place with all these other people. We're not gonna do that. So what legs do they have to stand on? It just, it boggled my mind how stupid the FTC were in in arguing this case and building any argument because they had none. Mm-mm. But yeah, I I I'll, I'll let's let's actually switch gears. Let's speak to just what this impact is. I, again, in most likely cases, I think the uh, the appeal will be upheld. There's not really going to be much like to stand on for the FTC here. Basically, after this this clearing, by the end of this week, we'll probably have some more clearing, and and likely we're going to see the the uh, Activision get closed in the U.S. next week. And there's going to be some type of deal struck with the CMA, most likely, just to try and cooperate. Let's go to when, man. The impact of 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 this closing, you know, what I'm saying what it's actually here. Let's let's really talk about it, man. What what's going to happen? I'm genuinely scared for what this will bring for um, the monopoly of things. Like, and I remember I saw this post that was like kind of summed up exactly how I feel. Where it's like, I genuinely don't like it when companies are creating this, like, uh, whatchamacallit, these monopolies. Um, and somebody was like, I don't like it when Xbox bought uh, Activision, but I also don't like it when Sony buys these companies. And I, I agree, like, they're kind of just buying things up because they, they're biggest competitors with one another outside of, like, Nintendo. But Nintendo, I don't believe, is even, they're not even in the same market. Um yeah, that, they, 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 for, the, for the claims of console gaming, they'll still put Nintendo in those conversations. But their audience, I feel like, is just it's just not there's not too much overlap. But there's not a crazy amount of overlap between there isn't you know them. And it's and it's funny because at the end of the day, like even if they even if Nintendo needed to buy studios, like even even the studios that Xbox and PlayStation buys, Nintendo's still gonna get those games if those games can be put on a Switch. Yep. Like that's just facts. Like you're not gonna not go you're not gonna not tap into a different market. It just doesn't make any sense. Same way they're PC players, this doesn't have any issue with them. But it does have issues with like just development, just things like that in general. I would hope that this creates more competition, but I just genuinely don't know if that's what's gonna happen at the end of the day. I, I think that these two people going at each other this hard is good competition, but I'm kind of afraid of what happens when they kind of become complacent with their positions, right? Like, what mm-hmm. if Sony and Xbox are like, 
yeah, why are we beefing? Mm. And they're like, you're right. <laughs> like the same way that like internet providers in in the States, like they don't really beef with one another because they kind of have, they know their markets they got, they, they don't really need to beef with one another. Mm. And that's kind of the biggest issue that like I have is that like my biggest fear is that like they are going to just straight up say one day, hey, I'm good. I'm totally good with not uh, going super crazy for the, the, the whatchamacallit, for the exclusives. I don't know if that day will come, but that's my biggest fear is that now that is a possibility if they just keep creating these monopolies, these big-ass uh, problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's so many layers to this, bro. And it's like, it's hard not to, you know what I'm saying, pull like a, pull like a, a, uh, a Dr. Manhattan type shit and just like try and think of all the type of timelines and all the type of possibilities and it's just just overthink you know what what everything is going to happen I'll, I'll start with more of the negative side I'll, I'll, I'll kind of jump off of where you were um this scares me in the sense of capitalism and turning things into again an oligopoly and just like making the few stronger where everybody else is just struggling to get up and get on like this is this is tough in terms of yeah this is a big shot to the heart of of kind of keeping things as it as they were and i think that personally down the line this is going to start a, an arms race for acquiring companies in the gaming space and i don't just mean between playstation and between uh, uh xbox i mean every single tech company that's out there i think that this is like a shot to where hey Activision is one of the biggest companies in gaming period like again 69 something billion they got Activision they got Blizzard they got King which is a huge mobile you know mobile just conglomerate a huge mobile presence if they can be gotten a lot of things can be gotten at you know what I'm saying and I'm thinking about like the apples of the world the Facebooks of the world you know what I'm saying like Google who is who are outside of that gaming sphere who may want to weigh in and maybe game console develop maybe console development isn't their bag in maybe that isn't but maybe game publishing is maybe maybe game development maybe making their own studio how, like how amazon started to find that foothold maybe that's their way in and i just see that in my head this is opening the floodgates to an absolute crazy wave of acquisition not just from the known players that we have in the gaming space but from outsiders from people who aren't natively in gaming to come in and stake a claim, find a plot of land and and increase their their foothold. And it's not going to be a, a oh everybody comes in and tries to operate one side. It's going to be the big boys. It's going to be the apples, the facebooks, the or metas of the world. It's going to be those types of cats, you know what I'm saying, looking in like, "Oh, what y'all got going on over there? Let's see what we can do." And whether that's good, whether that's bad, it's going to change things. I think this deal changes a lot of things and changes the perception of, oh, can we really get into, into into the gaming sphere to, oh, Xbox is getting on that way. I think we could do that too. I think it's opening that possibility and whether that's good, whether that's bad, I don't know, but it's going to change a lot of different shit in how we look at things over the next couple of years. I think that's serious. And uh, yeah, I just... I don't I don't know what it's gonna do to, to 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 a lot of different things going forward, but at least to that that more cons concerning aspect, I'll I'll, see, I'll I'll see it there. But to talk about the uh, what's it called? I guess the more positive side. I think actually this is gonna do great for competition, and 
there's a reason why I think that uh, <laughs> as we can th- we saw earlier and we talked about those numbers about Call of Duty and numbers about PlayStation and stuff like that. There's a reason why they were so adamant and not, you know, not having and not and not making making sure Xbox didn't go through with this. Basically, one Call of Duty, first and foremost, and two Game Pass. I think that the level of competition now has gone to a different front. PlayStation has their model. Xbox has their model. But I feel like when it comes to customer perception, the much more lucrative model is Xbox's. And they've done very well to establish that business model over the past five to six years since since whatever, 2016 or 17, when this thing got first announced and first kicked off. Now they have the backing. Now they have a lot deeper bag to really throw stuff. We're already seeing a bunch of these random reports and speculation that damn near every Call of Duty is going to be on um on 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 a Game Pass by 2025, and that's an insane statement. To where you know what I'm saying Call of Duty's been ceased and desisted. Some Call of Duty still cost sixty dollars. If you're putting those on Game Pass like off the rip like that, that's a huge selling point. Whether you want to say yes, yes, no, or the third or not it's a huge selling point for game pass that's something that playstation does not have and will not have you know what i'm saying it doesn't mean it's not available everywhere but available for basically essentially free where, where those titles cost like how much money on different game store gaming storefronts that's a, that's a huge plus that's a huge addition to competition and that 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 shift is is scary playstation not ready for that they've been behind the eight ball on that service front for a long time and they will continue to be because xbox is they they've they've made that a priority to where you know sony's just basically had to coast they've had to they've had to do just just make make their thing happen and the uh, this is also another funny side note i find it funny how this this move happened you know again the stuff was kind of closing out and all these xbox all the sony fanboys like yo 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 yo, yo listen y'all sony gotta do something man we gotta buy we gotta buy square enix we gotta buy you know what i'm saying we gotta, we gotta buy take two we gotta buy you gotta buy ubisoft we gotta buy a big player i'm like if y'all don't shut y'all asses up, bro, listen, th- let's make one thing straight. And and, and and Kai and Wen, disagree with me if I'm wrong. Tell me, let me know when I'm telling a lie. Xbox, in a way, needed to do this to compete. They needed to do this to be competitive. Am I, am I, am I, am I right or wrong? To be truly competitive with PlayStation, this is, I think this was necessary for them at this, in this point in time. In terms of infrastructure, in terms of IP, in terms of offering, in terms of what they can actually build up off of and actually be within earshot within four to five years' time. I think this this was something that they saw they needed to do. Am I right or wrong? In your opinion? Um, I don't think they necessarily needed to do this to compete, um, but I do think this makes them more competitive for sure. Um, but I, I, I'm think that this is going to help Xbox. Yes. I think has Xbox been behind PlayStation? Yes. Um, I don't think that this size of an acquisition is necessarily good for the market, but yeah, Xbox needed something, and this is this is what it is. Like the apparent, this might be this might be their answer to, to trying to compete with PlayStation, and maybe maybe becoming um, moving forward in the forefront of like gamers. And it ultimately comes down to, I guess, really, what do you like? What do you want as a mm. gamer? What what are you looking for? Mm. Are you looking for the Call of Duty? Are you looking for like a cheaper like Call of Duty skins? Like, is that what you're is that what you're interested in? Are you looking for for uh, 
Blizzard, cheaper Blizzard skins, like like things like that. Are are you, is that what you're interested in, or are you more interested in the the solo experience? Are you more interested yeah. in having good quality games? Like I think that's what really it's going to define these yeah. two these two consoles. It's going to separate them a little bit more, which is I think is probably going to be good for them in the long run because now you're going to have people who are like. I only care about Call of Duty. I'm gonna buy an Xbox. Mm. But then people who are like, I want to, I want some good story games. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna get a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So there's a way that this could go well, but then there's also a way that this could not go so well. You know, like there's a way that this monopoly could truly destroy a lot of quality in video games. And I feel like a lot of people have been always been saying that video games have been lacking in quality. So like, oh, could this? Inevitably make things worse. We mm. don't know. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. I don't have a lot of like knowledge on the subject. I do think that Xbox needed something though. Yeah. So like, I'm not necessarily saying that I agree with this acquisition, but I don't think that that Sony's finished. Yeah, and and and, and again, I I, I don't I completely forget if I said it in the line of conversation. Again, Xbox, in my opinion, needed this to to really catch up this is this is a this is a booster they need to get in the conversation with them to at least start the conversation of hey we can go head to head like we were going in the 360 days they they lost eight plus years in the xbox one era they lost a damn near a decade of getting their ass whooped they've been losing ever since that xbox one release date you know what i'm saying they've been they've been losing since that announcement date they've been losing and so this is their leg up trying to get back in the in the competition sony does not need to make a major move at all because they're so far ahead in the market, guys. I feel like people people misconstrue the fact of maybe a shift is happening in the industry where people start to acquire, you know, big players more that everybody needs to do it. PlayStation does not need to do that in the slightest. They just need to focus on the few things that they need to focus on and probably ramp up again to continue with their first party stuff. And and I would say if they're that bent up out of shape about their uh, their subscription offering in in competition to Game Pass upgrade that figure out how to make that you know what i'm saying if you're not gonna compromise on keeping first party games you know what i'm saying out of that rotation then you just gotta you gotta be you gotta bear the brunt of being second place because what i'm seeing is that xbox has already built their infrastructure and their service of xbox game pass to be top tier to be inclusive of games that are more accessible day one again the exclusives the this that and the third top tiers now the only missing piece is creating better quality games is creating those top of the line experiences now i don't know which one is harder to go i don't know which direction is harder to 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 to, to carry on in to create a great service or to create great games for a service or for your platform that is easier said than done and i cannot tell you the answer right now but the shorter distance to catch up at again i i can't i can't tell you but all i'm saying is the piece of the puzzle that i feel like is maybe slightly easy slightly easier to solve not necessarily uh you know i'm saying a shorter time to to take to solve but maybe an easier look is the games they have more access to more ip they can easily bolster what they're already doing with xbox game pass and that xbox is just missing the top quality games to add on top of game pass to to release alongside standalone whatever blah 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 but now the onus whatever it comes to this last like appeal claim or whatever the onus is on them they have to they must convert and make great games now there's no now it's it's like there's 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 too much ip in your hands there's too much infrastructure in your hands to 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 mess about now in my opinion like y'all are really under it. y'all could sit on whatever from from here on out for a few years like y'all are good 
now it's time to convert. Now it's time to turn that infrastructure from Activision, you know what I'm saying, the investment into the mobile space from King, the, all that Blizzard stuff. Now it's time to turn that into stronger Xbox Game Pass and stronger first-party titles. And now some of that might not even involve it. Maybe it's just the infrastructure from Activision that you needed to, to you know, be a stronger publisher. Maybe that was a part of it as well. But all I know is they're they're a they're a lot closer to competing on both fronts in terms of service and high quality gains with this acquisition and it's going to be a much more competitive landscape because of it in my opinion how it how it impacts business and stuff on the back end and you know capitalism and people coming in and and and, and being new players i don't know but xbox scored something big here but now it's their job to convert or else they're going to forever be known as a platform who bought everything but still can't make good games <laughs> i uh, mean i i think it puts them in a good spot i think it definitely puts them in a good spot but i think from what we've seen from you know anytime they've done any kind of public speaking that they their their goal is to is to pick up pace mm-hmm. as you have been saying that their focus should be on i think that's the kind of attitude that we're kind of seeing from them so it's going to be interesting to see how how things progress in the next in the next like I'll give them like I'll give it like five years. Yeah, I I to by see the, what that road looks like. By the time their next console drops, they need to have their first party absolutely stacked, ready to go for the new generation. And I'm not saying it, it's got to start building by four years. They need they they need to have at least a, some a good flow of 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 a couple you know solid releases a year. By that new generation that that they drop, they need to be full full cylinders, ready to roll with some heat to combat PlayStation head to head. In my opinion, they got to have at least something to com- to combat to have to have a conversation. If you can at least garner the conversation of oh maybe Xbox had the better exclusives this year, then you've made a good marker of progress by that time. That's my opinion. Mm-mm, man, yeah. In the meantime, uh, my Game Pass is refreshed and renewed. If y'all want to send us some extra stuff, you know what I'm saying. I know y'all brought back one dollar codes. Philly Spencer, holla at us, man. Holla at us. You know what I'm saying. Some free Game Pass won't hurt either. Philly Spencer. Yeah, Philly Spence, man. Come on, Big yeah. Spence. Hit us up, man. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, but we, yeah. we, we actually just got blacklisted. Hey, man. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. nah it, a, it's so bad, PlayStation's going to start working with us. Hey, that's, hey, that's crazy. Finesse into a bag, man. Finesse to a bag. Yeah, you got to do what you do, man. And and this is this is me, Kai King VII, who said that. I, I definitely Ooh. called him Philly Spence. I definitely did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> full deniability, baby, full deniability. But uh, that's that's pretty much the main story. That's all the stories I got on the show notes uh, for this week. So anything that we might have missed in the back of our heads, anything that might have uh, slipped by us on the radar? I do not believe so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Hey, go, go see, go see Bobbenheimer, man. Bobbenheimer. Barbenheimer in the uh, building. All right, man. Double features. I, I just, I, I actually just booked up. Nah, look, both, you both of them. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta make sure you watch it in the in the appropriate IMAX settings, though. Facts. It's got You gotta be. You gotta wear a pink suit with a black bowler hat. Just to, just if to you really. If you don't watch Oppenheimer in in IMAX, he he sends you a text message. Say, <laughs> Ace, I'll be a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Nah, real he stuff. actually drives up in the in the dark night in the <laughs> dark night car <laughs> and then, in the whip. He's like, "Yo, what are you doing? What, what's, what's wrong with you, man? 
also real shit man ah uh, but yeah i that's pretty much all i got uh on the news um yeah it's it, most of my timeline has been like barbie and oppenheimer stuff like for real i'm not even kidding and people like yeah. hating and people hating on zangief for some reason sorry sorry when i don't know why people hate what they don't understand <laughs> Hey man, listen, we all go call like we sees it, man. Call like we sees it. But yeah, that's all we got for this episode, man. Let's 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 bring it on home. Let's close it out. Give you closing messages, closing notes, statements, all kinds of stuff. Let's start with Kai, man. Uh before we head on home, man, what you got to say? Um People in Florida. Oh my gosh. Like everyone in, in the area. Oh my if, gosh. If you don't stop complaining about the heat because yeah. not everywhere gets that heat so enjoy it while it lasts because one day it might run out <laughs> hey he mad as shit right now he in that wind, windy ass place bro uh, i'm joking, I'm joking. I, I love england but yeah y'all weather be shitty bro weather be shitty but yeah listen hey man Let's let's clap it up, man. He wrestled his first alligator. He had some domu, you know oh, what I'm saying? He's damn, he's damn. Near, he, he went to he went to Publix. He went to Publix and Walmart, bro. He's a, he's a full blown Floridian at this point. Almost gave you your passport. <laughs> oh man, gotta gotta clap it up for him, man. Gotta clap it up, man. Did and, and he didn't get stopped by Florida, man. He survived. I'm just saying, it's it, the water's fine, guys. The water's fine. I've I've somehow managed to live here, so you can too. But anyways, let's throw the closing notes to win. Uh, what you got for us, man? Um, lift with your legs. That's uh, the best <laughs> advice I could ever give anybody. This nigga threw his back out. Oh, <laughs> Why? I know. I know it was your back. I know. I know. You know, it, my lower back is killing me right now, oh, and that's oh because God. I tried to lift this fucking monster of a PC like three weeks ago. My lower back has not recovered. So oh, lift with your legs, three kid. Three weeks ago. Man. Yeah, I'm washed, man. I'm washed. Back in the day, I could I could lift a boulder with my back and be like, wow, that was a little a little uncomfortable. <laughs> now I might need to. I might need to. I qualify for an AARP card at this point. I'm dead. Oh man, yo man, send some money so we can get his MRI in, please, please. But uh, yeah, my closing notes, of course. Make sure you check out No Cooldown Podcast on all audio listening platforms, or your Spotify's, your Apple Podcasts, your, you know, what I'm saying Stitchers, all that good stuff. I think actually Stitcher might be shutting down. That's tough. My fault. Erase that. What I said. Just, just search up No Cooldown on your favorite audio podcast platform. We'll be right there. No Cooldown is right. Uh, YouTube.com/slash at No Cooldown as well for all the special content that we're running. All the exclusive content you won't find anywhere else on there um check out all of our social pages no cooldown podcast uh, no cooldown pod on twitter uh no cooldown podcast on ig and threads as of what like an hour and a half ago because i saw that alert uh and yeah check out all the dope individual content uh you know check out kai's ig uh that's kxng.viii got a lot of dope stuff that he does from week to week his very much you know what i'm saying a, a, eclectic mix of creative shit this man's everywhere he'll be on somebody else's like somebody else's like tiktok page getting interviewed then he's on ign then he's on somewhere else yeah, the he's, a globetrotter. he's a globetrotter man he, he be doing it for real for real man he even came out to see me last week it's crazy but go check him out to see what he does go check out otaku channels w-o-t-a-k-u channel for all the dope stuff that they do streaming everything from grounded to street fighter uh you know what i'm saying gaming gaming tier list for releases 
everything under the sun you would want in terms of game and reactions dope stuff you don't want to miss it go drop a sub over there um you know what i'm saying uh that man tripping on platforms go check out my stuff if y'all want to and if y'all listening to this within the week of uh what's it called this uh, what's it called july the, the 13th 14th probably as of this drop there is something going down called the scuffle on the 15th man it's a street fighter tournament if you check it out man just check out at all for growth on on twitter you know what i'm saying you won't be disappointed man that's all i'm saying you won't be disappointed but with that being said that has been episode 72 of no cooldown podcast and <gasps> right there, bye bye